Welcome to the Tall Tale Tavern Halloween special episodes. This is the monthly one-shot adventure TTRPG podcast. I am your tavern master and host, Kyle. Joining me at the bar this month is Brian, who bought way too many dice at Gen Con, but is doing, going to do his best to justify that purchase now. Why are words so hard tonight? Welcome, Brian, back. Thank you. Excited to be here. You are playing Bartholomew Banks, a.k.a. Theo, who has been transformed into a were-tiger. It's AKA Thala. Bart. Just oh, Thala. everyone calls me Thala. <laughs> That's well, right. I, I've been pretty sure they call you Bart. <laughs> pretty sure it's Bart. <laughs> it, <laughs> Agree to disagree. Also new to D&D, but trying her best, Rachel is back. Welcome back, Rachel. Hi, thank you. Thank Ooh. you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, playing Wanda Sockler Blood. Who has been transformed into a vampire? Welcome. Excited to see the a vampire with a, a horde of, of little rats. Uh, rats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um we have also tonight a guy whose wife has started watching the show. Shout out to Melissa. And thanks for lending Ooh. us your husband. James. Welcome, James. Thanks. It's good to be back. Playing Theodore Bagby Mansfield, who has been transformed into the Bagman. This large bag horror horror monster. So great. And then last, um, I suppose not least, uh, voted sexiest podcaster alive by me in my flan- fan blog for the last three years running. <laughs> Scott Esmond. Welcome back, Scott. <laughs> like the I, I was going to say I'd like to see a link to that fan blog, but I don't think I want to, actually. Don't send me any links <laughs> to that, Kyle. No. Uh, keep that to yourself. Uh, it's a... good to be here. It's good It's good to be back. Also, uh, I'm sorry to uh, Melissa that James has forced you to start watching this podcast. He did send us a picture of of you on the couch, <laughs> like handcuffed to the couch. Actually. Yeah, and I saw her like uh, with a piece of glass in that picture, tossing it on the ground. It looked like <laughs> punishment for him. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Makes sense. That's why I was late today. <laughs> How is that foot? Is it healing it's fine? Up? I've yeah. got a bandaid on it. I'm sure it'll grow septic and I'll keel over a couple hours from now. But for now, we're good. OK, for now. Great. Just make it. The show the must the go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tonight we go back to the Earth franchise of the Tall Tale Tavern. On a brisk autumn afternoon, our storyteller millennial woman, dressed in plaid with a Rugrats undershirt, continues her story of these four kids having a wonderful Halloween in 1998 and attending the Salem Heights annual Monster Bash, their town, where the old woman Marianne Mathers finally enacted her plan of turning all the children into ta- in the town into monsters in order to get revenge on their parents, of which she blames for her uh, for her daughter being estranged, her daughter that grew up with their parents. Defending the parents in the town square, the children have successfully successfully charmed a thrilling zombie, summoned a swarm of rats, blasted, slashed, and bagged and terrified some decorations come to life, attack the decorations which were attacking them, their parents, and the other children that were turned into monsters in the town. They now stand guarding their parents as the second wave of this horde has arrived, a 20-foot skeleton, the giant first place competition pumpkin, and the giant spider from the ropes course have all arrived to the square. Our storyteller in the tavern takes a sip of her pumpkin spice espresso with a shot of Bailey's and continues the tale 
in the second half of the Monster Bash. Roll the intro. Wanda, Theodore, Corey, and Bartholomew, you see a gargantuan spider crawling over the gazebo, a 20-foot-tall skeleton coming from the right, and a huge pumpkin coming from the left. You look to the center of the square where your parents, to your parents, who do not recognize you or the other kids as their children. It's like this transformation has rendered it almost impossible for them to recognize you as their own. You see the other children of the town surrounding the core of the parents in the middle. You see Chaz, the football star, uh, and the rest of his football team now fully looking like a horde of zombie football players. You see the girls dressed as the Sanderson sisters, now fully just the Sanderson sisters standing there. You see the Ninja Turtles, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, ghosts, superheroes, fighters, princesses, and a black cat running in between, all looking at you in awe of the spider, skeleton, zombies, and the mini witches that you had just defeated. The Michael Jackson zombie stands next to you, Wanda, that zombie with the red leather jacket with the dancing moves, and uh, as does your swarm of rats. And you have a moment standing in this square as these giant beasts come into the square to attack, you have a moment to try and come up with a plan. Is that all? What of do us? we do, Wanda? Or is it just Wanda? Is Wanda in charge? <laughs> oh no, all of you. Thanks. So okay. you guys. I thought it was Wanda yes. only. Yeah, you specifically oh, were talking okay. about what was by Wanda, so it was like what? Uh, oh no. Sorry. Oh, I, I like to no, think no. Wanda Here, me, in her vampire that. form is just like standing there in shock, yeah. and the rats too. <laughs> you are all standing there okay. and looking to each other reacting to this and your your changes and uh, and uh, wonder and seeing these monsters come in what do you do I telepathically I'm like Barty the smarty you're the DM what do we do dude okay so I know this is stressful but um, I prefer to go by Thala uh, Thala <laughs> Champagnon of the mountain if you don't mind uh. and we're gonna attack. <laughs> Tell me where I'm shooting fireballs at. I'm I'm going for the spider. Um, pumpkins burn. <laughs> pumpkins burn. Go for pumpkins. I don't think bones burn. Well, Th Theo looks over at the two and then at Wanda and goes, "Do you want to handle the the skeleton together?" Are you allowed to speak? Wanda is like, <laughs> as her vampire form, like, yes. And then she motions the Michael Jackson zombie and the rats, like, do a a green squeak. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I should remind uh, the, the viewers that, because uh, it's probably, it's been two weeks since you saw us, um, that Theo, when he speaks, uh, doesn't actually exhale air. He, whenever he opens his mouth as the bagman, it draws in air. And so all of his speech is is, is through drawing stuff, air back mm. into his lungs or whatever is in the inside of the bagman. So it <laughs> sounds something like this. 
And so we don't subject you to three hours of that. <laughs> we'll just Dude, describe buddy, his speech like that inhaler. from here on. Can't breathe. <laughs> uh, the, the gaping maw that takes up yeah. the bottom half of, <laughs> of the bagman's face uh, that that consumes all um, can make some sounds. It's hard to make out, but you know, distinct enough that the the rest of the group can hear him. Okay. 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 Yeah. The oh, spider did you crawls. just tell me to give him my inhaler? Because yeah. I don't think you know my character sheet does have an inhaler on it. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I think I just assumed. Uh, <laughs> I did a good job. Yeah. The spider crawls over the gazebo, entering the square. The, the skeleton steps forward, and the pumpkin with its vines crawls forward. And everybody, roll for initiative! Whoop. Whoop. Devil, oh goodness! Favorite? I got uh, Wanda got nine. <laughs> well, you might be higher if we use our van, our monsters dexterity, or do we use our? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, use Which your monsters. All right, use good. your monsters. I'm a fifteen. Yeah. So that's that would be nine plus four. <laughs> So there you go. That'd be 13. 13. Can I use my character's dexterity? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh, Theo rolled a four then. <laughs> Live by the bag, die by the bag. All right. That's right. Okay, Theodore rolled a four. He's not terribly speedy, but he is very scary. Uh, Rachel, what was your vampires? What was uh, uh, the? Thirteen. Thirteen. Then, uh, Corey. Uh, sorry. Uh, mine was fifteen. Uh, All that thrash metal got you uh, mm-hmm. pumped up. Yeah. Dala. <laughs> a twelve. All right, Corey, you're up. The horned devil. Yeah, well, I have rock and roll dudes, and I just am going to fly and start hurling flames at that pumpkin. I mean, I was told to attack the <laughs> pumpkin. So, uh, yeah, I would like to get above it uh, if I can and just throw three giant hurled flames at it. Uh, okay. So let's see. Um, first one is a 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. Well, this game sucks, and I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> uh, second one is a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Never mind. This game rules, and I love it. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Uh, well, that one. Well, let's see if the other one hits, I guess, before I waste time with uh, that. Let's see. How much is. Oh, come on. The next one's a 14 to hit. 14. Hits. Hey, hey, look at that. We just learned that pumpkin's AC, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is then uh, 31 fire damage total from those two. 31. What what is what does it look like when when Corey is the horned devil he, uses his fire attack? He flew up there and he's just he's got both hands in like devil horns while he's doing it. It looks like Spider-Man <laughs> shooting webs, but it's it's rock and roll devil horns while he's <laughs> shooting them Good. down at the at this pumpkin. Sorry, that's what I'm attacking now is the pumpkin. Good. Just, just giant lines of fire going down as he cackles in his <laughs> kind of laughter. Yes. Awesome. Uh, the uh, uh, the nightmare skeleton takes a step forward and makes a sweeping attack with its giant 
bony hand and uh, it is going to be attacking, um, let's see, uh, the Bagman. Because you, it's a Bagman and you guys, yeah, yeah, you, you two are, are going for the skeleton, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so you guys kind of moved over there. Um, so it makes a sweeping attack. Uh, yeah, that is a 26 to hit. That hits. Okay, it hits, but instead of taking damage, it grapples you and it picks you up in uh, it. Actually, well, it tries to grapple you, but the Bagman has special abilities, doesn't it? That's true. Um, he is immune to being restrained. Okay, so it tries to grapple you and you just like slip through its fingers like a, like that bag just like collapses. And so it actually is unable to grapple you. And then it uh, decides to just swing again to hit this time. And that's a 16 to hit. It misses. It misses. And Bobbing it's got, and weaving. And it's got one attack left and it tries to hit you again as it is getting frustrated. And that's a 27 to hit. That will land. And you are going to take 35 points of slashing damage as this this giant hand slashes through you, Ouchie. ripples the bag. And Wanda, you're up. All right, I think I want to do a multi-attack on the skeleton. Okay. Um, if I remember, that was two d8s, right? We changed it from one d8 to two d8. Uh, yes. So your uh, um, the attack that was the damage. I think we had doubled your rolls for the damage. If I remember. So it says the vampire makes two attacks, only one of which can be a bite. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first one she'll just like swipe, you know, with her vampire claw. So for that, I'll do d20 plus nine. So that's a 15 to hit. 15 hits. Awesome. Okay. So she's going to now roll for damage. 2d8 plus 4. So 6, 10, 10 damage. And then if I'm, if my second attack is the bite, then for that I'll roll my do, uh, 2d6. Right, but I think you Correct. can only do the bite. Or does it? Bite if you grapple them first. Well, then she'll just, she's really into like the vampire mode right now. So she's <laughs> just going crazy with the claws on the skeleton. <laughs> it makes sense. Also, I mean, I feel like if I were a vampire too, I'd be thinking, can I suck the blood out of a skeleton? Yeah. You got to bite pretty deep to get to that marrow, you know? <laughs> so she's just swiping and hissing, you know, she's very into it. <laughs> Uh, a three. Plus your nine to hit. Plus nine. Plus nine. Yeah, so 12. So 12, 12, unfortunately, does not hit. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, like, slips, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to do with your turn? Um, no, I think she's gonna stay there. Um, I don't think the rats... The rats have a turn that. after you, and okay. so um, That's yeah, right. you have, uh, I think, three swarms of rats, or four swarms of rats, and so, um, uh, yeah, so go ahead and, like, roll, uh, you can, um, what we can do is kind of 
yeah, see if they hit, you know, roll mm-hmm. to hit for them. Um, if you want to go ahead and roll uh, four times with it and see how many hit, and then we can do uh, kind of their their damage as a, uh, their average damage. Yeah. So just four. 40 20s. Separate, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So. <clears throat> The first one is 13 plus, I don't think they're at. They have plus two. The plus two. Of rats. So 15 hey, for the first one. <laughs> Three for the second one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nine for the third. Uh, miss, yep. Unfortunate. Oh, okay. 21 for the fourth. That hits. All right. And so 14 extra damage as your rats swarm up the legs of uh, one of the legs of this giant skeleton and just start biting, just (laughs) nibbling at the bones of this giant (laughs) creepy looking skeleton (laughs) man. And it looks down and it has these deep, dark eyes and it looks down at you guys and these the skeleton like just the eyes are are pits of blackness that that seem to go on forever into eternity. And uh, Next, Brian, or uh, I should say, Thala, you're up. All right. How far am I from the spider, and where is it? Uh, spiders on the gazebo, you can reach it. We're all kind of close close quarters, okay. and you had kind of squared up with it. Okay, I just feel overtaken by the urge to attack this thing, so I am going to run right at it and pounce on it. Okay. Um, an 18. 18 hits. That will do 15 points of damage. Good. And then it has to uh, make a DC 14 strength save. Okay, it's strength. Oh, it rolled a nat one. So not good enough. (laughs) It was surprised at this tiger leaping against it. And much like imagine a a spider on rollerblades with all the with all the wheels going in opposite directions, it slips and just falls and 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 falls kind of on the gazebo, kind of cracking it and crumpling it in one section. So with the pounce, um, if I knock them prone, I can automatically do a bonus bite attack. Heck yeah. So how does a 23 to hit sound? Yeah, it sounds good. Sounds real good. Take that. And then 14 of damage from that. 14. Very good. Then you've got some more attacks, don't you? I do. Um, it's all claws. That's all I got. So going to make the remaining. So I have three since that was a bonus one. Okay, luck ran out. Um, got 10. It doesn't feel like a hit. Oh, a 10 does not hit. A 12? A 12 does not hit. And a 13. Oh, 13 does not hit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I was a spider. It. <laughs> it is prone, though, and it's got its legs up in the air, like swimming around. Um, Corey was so So he's got prone. So it's prone, though. Don't you have it? You probably have advantage to prone. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I guess so. My two, you four, five re-roll get rerolled. Yeah, yeah re-roll those bad boys. Okay, well, that'll miss. Um, a 19 and a 21. Those hit. Hey. Feels so powerful right now. It's all the sugar from the candy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, 28 from that. Damage? Yes. You kidding me? Barty, the smarty over here, probably saves his candy out throughout the whole year because he can't handle that much sugar in a single night or whatever. (laughs) No, I'm not allowed to have candy at home. What are we even doing out here then, dude? If you can't have it, no, I can only eat it out here. (laughs) That means he just houses it before he gets home. He just like hoovers all of it. That spider's on its back, and you're just ripping into it, and it's ah, clamp, clamp. You feel it. You hear the like the 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 fangs on it, kind of clamping back and forth, kind of like Shelob in in you know the the in the Lord of the Rings, the like noise that Shelob. You mean in the Hobbit sequel? I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah my favorite sequel to The Hobbit. <laughs> and also, these are not ferocious attacks. Like, once it's laying down, I'm just sitting there, like, batting it. Getting it. Okay, <laughs> you're just batting at <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, Corey um, was, like, really amped thinking that uh, Bart looked cool destroying public property when he hurt the gazebo. And I was going to yell something out, but then I see you just kind of limply padding at the spider uh, never mind uh the spider flips and and looks at you angrily and sticks one of its forelegs out at you for a nat one to hit oh my gosh <laughs> misses and uh also, i don't want to be that one it has eight legs not four. Oh. oh did i say four leg Oh, okay. Stupid. Well, no, the other four are those like spiders are like four legs right I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it looks at you and it and it tries to sink its fangs into you. God, jumps at you. This terrifyingly large spider. A two down ones in a row. What is happening? <laughs> spider is cursed. <laughs> the spider is cursed. <laughs> the spider is not having it. The mo- the giant pumpkin. This giant pumpkin that had won first place. It's got its blue ribbon stuck to it is crawling with its vines closer into the into this. Um, Scott, I forgot to mention, when you hit it with the fire, it did take some extra damage on that fire. It, more yes. than you'd expect. It burned a little bit more. And um, it is crawling in, and it goes up on the vines and actually leaps up about three feet in the air and lands thump on the ground, and everybody make a, uh, a dexterity saving throw as this giant pumpkin hits the ground and shakes the ground and you have to uh, make sure you have your footing people here. whose description of attacking was that they flew up into Does the air? Does not. You okay, are good. in the air. You are in the air. <laughs> oh, dear. Six. Six? Six. Is, and Eleven? <laughs> and Brian? Um, I'm a cat, so I got a nat 20 on that one. Of course you did. Good. <laughs> so um, you all flip and and fall, but Brian, of course, you are a cat, so you land on your feet because because cats always land on their feet. I mean, it's a rule. And so, yeah. Um, but you guys are all prone as this thing shakes the entire courtyard. You see, like, the football players, the, you know, the zombie football players, those Sanderson sisters, Ninja Turtles, ever, all these most of the kids kind of fall with this only a few are kind of standing and laying prone and uh it uh uh, this pumpkin looks up um at you uh scott who is flying um and it takes one of its stems and it whips at you and it is going to be a 25 to hit 
Uh, I mean, I feel pretty confident that, uh, yeah, that that's going to hit. And it whips at you for um, uh, 19 points of slashing damage as this whip slashes you across the chest. And it pulls you 10 feet closer. Uh, and, I'd uh, like to use a reaction to Hellish Rebuke. It, okay. Uh, when it does Ooh. that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if I'm being damaged by a creature within 60 feet of you, you can see you point your finger at that creature that damaged you, and it's momentarily surrounded by Hellish Flames, and it must make a dexterity saving throw uh, or take 2d10 uh, fire damage. 2d10? Uh, it rolled yeah. a 7. Okay, well, it definitely failed its check. So, dude, when it hits me, I pointed at it. I'm like, what the hell? And then I said hell while pointing at it, and that makes all the fire come up. <laughs> Great, yeah. roll the damage. Uh, right, 2d10 of fire damage. Let's see what it is. Hey, 19, you like to see that. 19. That's about as good as it can get. <laughs> and, yeah, you see as it um, uh, as it take it, you that hellish rebuke burns this pumpkin and it's on fire you know taking more and more damage um it hits you with another stem whip Ah. another vine rips out of the rips out of the ground and attacks and tries to hit you for an 11 to hit that does not hit and misses uh next to you wanda michael jackson zombies kind of you know kind of you know uh whatever kind of looking and um it is uh uh actually starts doing a little bit of a dance looking at this giant skeleton that's looking down at you and you just see that it like starts doing the thriller dance and the target is going to have to make a charisma saving throw as it's looks like it might be distracted by your Michael Jackson zombie friend and it is going to roll and it fails that roll and so it is looking just very 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 stunned looking at this your michael jackson zombie friend dancing in front of it and uh going to take some psychic damage from this it is so confused confused at this (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh it stuns and it 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 looks stunned and it takes 23 points of psychic damage this thing's got some moves the zombie can really dance yes (laughs) it's very good um and uh uh, that is michael jackson's turn and it is uh uh theodore bagby the bagman you're up so the bagman is prone and i i did a little searching around um the Bagman is always under the effect of Blink, and unfortunately, I was thinking that might allow me to uh, disappear in one position and reappear in another, uh, having risen from a prone position, but it doesn't look like I can do that. Um, so I think the only thing that he can do is right himself, is, is you know, he, he blinks out of existence and then reappears in exactly the same spot, but he's standing now. Um, and I think that ends his turn, unless I'm Unless I'm within attacking distance of the skeleton. You are, but you know, yeah, so going from prone to standing doesn't like take an action, right? So, because you're prone. Your, you, it takes like half your movement Half your maybe? movement speed? Yeah. Okay. Great. So you're able to, it doesn't take an action to, to stand Blink. up. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, um, he's going to uh, blink himself back to standing and then uh, 
he is going to make an attempt to grapple the skeleton. He's he's returning fire, um, and you, his like arms elongate, and his legs kind of thin, and his body becomes kind of rubbery, and he like slimes his way up the skeleton to try to grapple it. Okay, go go ahead. Yeah, is that a we have? I have, do you use my strength or my dexterity against your strength? Uh, correct. Okay. This this nightmarish skeleton is very, very strong. Oh, it rolled a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> well then. But the modifier, that is a 27. Yeah, my, uh, my strength save is an 18, so. Gotcha. Uh, so, so I'm it, unable to grapple him then. Okay. Uh, well, I think that ends my turn. Okay. Um, one of you had given a piece of candy to a little girl. <laughs> Which one of you was that? That was you, the bag man. The bag man. You, uh, as you, you know, try to grapple this, this skeleton and kind of go back to the ground, underneath the legs of the skeleton, you see the parents of that child running as if they were coming from the neighborhood and just run underneath the skeleton and kind of run into the middle back where all the parents are and they look terrified you kind of look at them like what oh, what is happening and all of a sudden you start you hear this thud 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 on the ground and you look through the underneath the skeleton's legs and you just see this massive reptilian foot behind it and you look as this bright green godzilla-like creature with purple scales walks in and you just hear this massive roar Riptor! And it it shoots out from its mouth this beam of radiant light at the at the skeleton and that is going to be a yes a hit and it the skeleton is going to be taking takes 83 points of radiant damage what the hell? as this as this atomic breath from this giant Godzilla reptar rips through it exploding the skeleton and it goes forward at an angle luckily away from uh, the the breath is is angled just away from the group as this radiant beam stretches and rips through the ground and causes the, the ground to become a giant trench that is now on fire and uh, and moves yeah. forward. Let me look at the map of this town because it continues to rip forward through and you can see that it takes out part of the shops behind it. You can see uh, where you had previously walked by uh, a bakery shop. That bakery shop is now obliterated as this beam has ripped completely through it. And all of a sudden, there is a Godzilla on the court. A, uh, a Reptar, excuse me, on the court. <laughs> and uh, we're back up at the top of the initiative with uh, Corey. Dude, is Rugrats metal? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think maybe, do you think that that thing took out the school? Fingers crossed. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, the uh, school is next to it, so it actually did oh yeah, not. I did reference the map. You're right. Damn it. <laughs> so. uh, can I... Uh, I mean, if I have telepathy up to 120 feet away, can I try to talk into the reptar's brain to see who it is, see if it's that I same like, little who, girl in there? Or I was going to say, who sure? is that? Yeah. 
I was like, yo, who are you? What is this? Like, I just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you hear, I am Reptar! Yeah! Yeah! And like, Re- that's, you just hear this girl's little girl <laughs> voice that's just the most excited four-year-old you've ever, like, heard. Good. And so, that's what you hear. Hell yeah, Reptar! Uh, attack the pumpkin and the spider, but not the other monsters, please! Uh, Woo! <laughs> Okay. That's what you hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. And then, um, well, Reptar really changes up how I was feeling about what I was going to do on my turn. Now, um, <laughs> I'm going to just, I'll fly down and the spider, the spider that uh, Barty the Smarty's fighting with. I'm just going to fly down and just try to hit it too while it's on him. Why not? You know? Uh, okay. Yeah. Get near it, land next to him, whatever I have to do uh, to multi-attack it. I guess, well, I guess I could keep attacking my pumpkin. It's still alive. I forgot my hellish rebuke and fire didn't kill it. Um, so never mind. Sorry, Barty. I'm going to fly at the pumpkin and try to hit it for hitting me earlier. Okay. We all feel good about that because that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I uh, feel good about it. I feel great about it. First attack to hit is, oh, good. We got a nat 20 on our uh, first oh, one to hit good. of the multi-attack. So... Double the dice on that one. Double that dice. Excellent. First one is, well, doubling dice didn't do much. So that's 21 damage on my first uh, pitchfork hit. Okay. Uh, Next one to hit. Wow, I'm rolling really well. Uh, That's uh, 19 plus uh, 10. So yeah, 29 to hit, I think is gonna be fine. (laughs) That is fine. So that is, okay, another, oh, wrong thing. Not rolling well on damage though. So that's the one saving grace here. And then last attack will be with my tail. I'll tell you all the damage at the end, why not? Uh, Last attack will be with the tail to hit. And this one, oh, of course, is only a 15 to hit, but that does hit the pumpkin. It sure does. Nice. Um, if the, oh, the target is a creature other than an undead or a construct, I guess the pumpkin might be an undead or a construct. I don't know. If it's not those things, it has to succeed on a constitution saving throw or this is uh, Yeah, it's going to have to. So okay, what's, what's uh, the... 17 yeah. is what it needs to... Be. It rolled a three, another nat one. Okay. Boy, these guys are not wow. doing well. Uh, <laughs> okay, so then it's going to take... 3d6 hit points at the start of each of its turns now due to the infernal wound okay. uh, that it now has. So we won't factor that into its damage right now, but right now that's 30, uh, 25, 35. That's 47 damage on the uh, hits with the tail and the and the pitchfork, though. Okay. And then it will have to do that 3d10 on its turn. With your pitchfork, fork, you stab it. <laughs> you stab it, and it creates a large hole in one of the uh, one of it, mm-hmm. one of the in the face of this pumpkin. You stab it again with another hole. This fire that's already there is starting to consume the pumpkin, and all of a sudden it rips through, and the the mouth yeah. it almost opens up like a mouth, and you exactly see a jack and lantern face. This bad boy up, yeah. And it and it has taken so much damage that it does one final explosion, and you need to make a dexterity save. Oh, okay. Uh, I will give you a dexterity save then, Kyle. Twenty-five. Uh, Twenty-five. Uh, yeah. And uh, you 
are there flying in the air as these seeds, pumpkin seeds, blast at you in this, this whirlwind. You're able to get through most of them, but you do take some damage here from these saves as this pumpkin is exploding and becoming dead. And so let me roll the damage here. Why am I the only one getting hit? <laughs> <laughs> it was like a claymore. It's a directional explosion. <laughs> and uh, these seeds hit you and rip your skin and 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 your 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 skin and it ow, just ow, rip you ow, up ow, a little ow, bit. Ow. You take ten points of uh, of, uh, of of piercing seed damage. damage. <laughs> seed damage. Yeah. And the and the pumpkin collapses in a heap. Good. And uh, uh, then next up we have. The the uh, Wanda, you're up. Blah. I think I'm gonna do another multi attack if I can't. Okay, you have Just the only swiping. thing left here in this that is the spider. The uh, the oh, skeleton the is, is been decimated by the reptile. Um, is she close enough to make I it close? across? Am I close? I can. So you can make it there. This courtyard's not super big. It's okay. I was gonna say I have thirty. It's, feet only, of it's about twenty five feet to the to the spider. Okay, I guess uh, could she, if I don't use the action to shapeshift, I could like poof into a bat and then just like beep, beep, beep and fly over near the spider and then poof back into the vampire. Yep, go ahead, because I'm All right. <laughs> foregoing the action portions of our shape changing for the All funsies. Right. So she just like, I, I like to think Wanda does a very dramatic like pose before she poofs into a bat and like flies over to the spider. Um, and then she's going to poof back into her vampire form and go for a multi-attack against the spider. Um, so that is going to be d20 to hit. Ooh, 13 plus, I forget again. Uh, plus nine. Nine, yeah, 13 plus nine. Uh, 13 plus nine will 20, hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Twenty-two. Alrighty. Awesome. Awesome. See. Two eight plus four. So that's going to be ooh seven damage. Correct. Seven damage. Oh, two right. eight plus four. If that's you rolled, if you only rolled three, I guess on those two eights, which is unfortunate. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so she's just gonna once again now go crazy not, with the claws. Okay, I was gonna say, remember, you could also grapple it instead of doing damage and then oh, try to yeah. do the bite. I think she's gonna go for that. Okay. I don't imagine spider to taste very good, but... So you, uh... Probably you better than bones, though. First? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so she's going to... And this is a, this is a, you know, gargantuan creature, and so you're not able to grapple I... it in the sense that it won't be able to move, but you are able to grapple it as in, be able to make a bite attack. Makes um, sense. So then it's just yeah, another attack to hit, but this time with your bite attacks, stats, or whatever. So that'd be 2d6 plus 4. But so first you have to roll the hit, right? Yep, the bite. Still. Yep. Roll to hit okay. to bite. Ooh. I just let's can't remember what see. else even happened. Thirteen to hit. Is 13 that plus nine, or is that what oh. you rolled? I, 
he that's plus that's with the nine unfortunately oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, miss misses you try to bite the, the she like bites the, her the tongue exoskeleton <laughs> yeah <laughs> the exoskeleton's a little bit too too uh, uh too hard you don't make it through all the way and uh is that your turn yeah anything else uh, okay. Do you want to go ahead and do the rats again, or yes, the rats? So go ahead and roll uh, uh, four d20s. We'll see how much All right. damage these rats can do. So the first one is eleven. Nope, eleven won't hit. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve does not one. hit. Twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. That's, a, that's a nat twenty. There we go. Yeah, that's a nat twenty. It must Let's be. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, a nat 20. Okay, we'll double that. We'll just call it double. 14 damage on that. Oh, a 13 for the fourth. 13 does not hit. So Mm. for 14 damage, the rats go up and they start nibbling. They get on its face and they're nibbling at its eyes. You know, all those eyes that the spider has and and just scratching at them does 14 damage to this giant spider. It's not having a good time. It is not having a good time. And, um, uh, uh, the uh, Thala, you're up. So, um, in typical cat uh, fashion, I'm going, I'm just like sitting there facing it. Uh, I'm just going to kind of turn and walk away a little bit. <laughs> um, and I'm doing this with Zephyr Strike, so it won't get an opportunity attack on okay, me. Nice. So I just kind of wander away disinterested. <laughs> get about like 20 feet away, and I just turn around and I pounce again. Nice. Had to get it unsuspecting. <laughs> uh, 27. 27 hits? I would hope. I was going to say, I can't imagine that misses. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that die. Um, so that is 19 of damage, and it has to succeed the DC 14 or get knocked down again. On the strength? Uh, strength, yes. 25. That's above 14. <laughs> It, yeah, um, it, 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 it was able to study itself. It had remembered what had happened before. <laughs> um, and I'm pretty angry, so I'm just going to bap at it a few more times. <laughs> Good. <laughs> pretty angry, so we're going to But, like, you can tell they're kind of, like, irritated baps. Um, and it's probably not going to hit. Um, a dirty 20 and a 22. Uh, yes, those hit. Now, when you say you're irritated, how far back are your ears as a cat right now? Um, Just like, give me the idea. So you can see from the yeah. side. Yeah. Like, they're. Oh, wow. They're back. Oh, okay. That's okay. an irritated yeah. cat. Yeah. You don't want to mess with that cat. <laughs> like, there's flat, right? There's like, there's flat, and then there's like back. Mm-hmm. Just do it, adding all this together. Uh, 34 points of damage with a little bit of a hiss in there, too. And then they're like. The one that like really means you should back off. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that was how much damage did you say? 30? 34. 34. How do you want to do it with this bap on this spider? Because this is going to take it out. Um, it's, I'm sorry, Corey. It's not going to be very cinematic. <laughs> um, it's just going to kind of like lop down and then I'm going to walk away. Good. You just bap it and it the <laughs> Yeah, and then I just like turn and walk like I have better things to do. Tuesday Good. at the office, man. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Who's gonna clean that up? You're just gonna leave it there? I mean, just kill it and leave it? Not gonna eat that. That's gross. 
<laughs> Corio, aren't uh, you just gonna set it on fire anyway? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Jackson uh, is kind of just standing there, uh, moonwalking around, and turns to Godzilla, turns to Reptar, and uh, and swings at it with his leg. Whoa! Oh no! And he is going to what the hell hit it? No way and he's, he's going Godzilla's to do. AC. Come on, <laughs> Reptar, is that the freaking smash, Michael Jackson? Uh, he, yeah, he rolled book? a nat. He, he rolled a nat twenty on his hit. With I'd his like leg. to see the oh. and so I'd like to see a replay, please. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and hits Godzilla or hit. I keep saying Godzilla. He hits Reptar. Uh, hits Reptar with its with his leg once, and then he swings again and misses the second hit. And I gotta check and see how many times he can actually, uh, how many times he can't kick. It's devolving into a brawl. <laughs> Michael Jackson versus Reptar, just how we always knew it was gonna go down, I guess. If there was ever okay. gonna be an apocalypse, it had to uh -huh. involve. And he does right? those two kicks, and uh, and God, and uh, it is actually Bagman's turn. So. What was, the, what was the name of the girl who's in the Reptar costume again? I don't know that we ever got one. I don't think we did. Is it Annie? Annie, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> ah! What the, like, I mean, like, the most, like, like, it's like almost like she gives, if you're, if you're talking to her, you uh -huh. hear this, like, like the giggle of a of a child <laughs> yeah. hitting her, like yeah. that's how much damage. And you know he does damage, right? You know uh -huh. this is a giant reptar. Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's it's like a plaything just hit her. Yes. Uh, and you're up. Uh, you are up, Bagman. Uh, what are the rules of engagement here? Um, <laughs> and so I, I mean, can I? Do I need to take an action to consult with my team? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Dude, kill the you, zombie. You, all right, I'm killing the zombies. So, so um, wait, what uh, if the zombie's another kid? Ah, I'm sure it's fine. Well, uh, I gotta think about that. No, the zombie was a toy. The zombie was a was a, a lawn decoration. Yep, the yeah. zombie you had met it in the in a lawn. That's oh, right. So, lawn decoration definitely takes uh, backseat to four year old girl who we love and who I gave candy to. Do we um, want to debate this before you just decide unilaterally? Yeah, no, nope, we're doing of, this. I'm, I'm the leader of, of this property. group. I'm the oldest. <laughs> I'm, I am making this decision. Um, so here's a question for, for you, Kyle. Um, mm -hmm. Would the zombie be surprised if the bagman suddenly appeared beside it and attacked it? Yes, it would. Okay. That's um, a bagman's whole thing is it just pops out of nowhere. and It very that. much is. So in this instance, yes, the zombie is going to be surprised. Okay. So uh, the Bagman has an innate ability called Jump Scare. So any creature surprised by the Bagman is frightened. Uh, must make a DC 13 wisdom save um, at the end of their turn to end the effect. Um, okay. So it's just by appearing next to it, it's frightened unless it's immune to frightened because it's a zombie it's entirely possible it's immune to fear but i don't not to you That's okay not. um and then uh the bagman also has advantage on uh attacks against frightened uh i'm sorry there's there's another chain at the link of the chain um he has a 
um, an ability called Harvest the Fear, um, which gives the Bagman advantage on attacks against frightened creatures and may grapple them as a bonus action. So the Bagman disappears, blinks out of existence where he is, reappears beside zombie Michael Jackson, um, and is going to attack him and then as a bonus action, grapple him after the attacks are done. Yeah, and it comes out of like a bag, right? So like there's a, there's some kid that dropped their 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 bag on the ground and the bag man just like swoops, come like, it crawls, you know, comes out of this small bag and appears right in front of him. And so, yeah, go ahead. There's uh, a question for all you bag heads out there. Is a pocket a bag? <laughs> yes. <laughs> gotta be, right? Uh, 21. And uh, that's... That is that to That's the first of his two multi attacks. So that's a yes, that hits. Okay. And then Ugh, eleven. Eleven does not hit. Uh, but I get advantage on all attacks against frightened yeah, creatures. So okay, I can tell you go roll ahead and roll both of them again. See if you get a nat natty. Okay. Uh fifteen and <laughs> Nat one. Wow. Oof. Okay, so only one of those is hidden. <laughs> um but we'll do uh, do five d six damage. Um, Measly five d six damage. <laughs> um, and in addition, uh, so that's twenty one damage to the zombie. And uh, part of his astral claws are that he does an additional two d six necrotic damage to any enemy that's frightened. Okay. Um, so that's an additional woo, 11 damage for a total of 32. Okay. Really and so it up. was automatically frightened by that. that Correct. Frightful. Yep. Okay. Um, and then the, as a bonus action, uh, he can grapple. Okay. Um, and he would have to beat an 18 strength. He rolled an eight. He is not going anywhere. The, he's... he's he, he, uh, well, hold on one second. He, um, let's see one thing. Uh, so on one of your attacks, so, uh, so the, remind me, what was your attack dice to hit on the, that first attack? It was like an 18 or something, or? There was a 21. Um, okay. So you, uh, on that attack, you tried to, you swiped at him. And he used a reaction, and his reaction was that he was standing straight as a board and leaned forward very, very far as you tried to hit. Unfortunately, though, it wasn't enough. It didn't add enough to his AC. He still got hit on that, but he did attempt to dodge out of the way of your swipe by doing that lean forward and, uh, and had failed that. And he is now, uh, he is frightened of you, and so will be... That doing that on his turn, be having to run. Uh, it is Reptar's turn, however. Oh no! Oh god! And, oh, no. and Rep. And <laughs> sure, Reptar. you want to be grappling this thing? I am <laughs> regretting my decisions <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I may have put myself in arms way here. Reptar leans down and roar, like screams into Michael Jackson. Nothing comes out for the. This isn't the the atomic breath ability that it has. Um, but Michael Jackson already being frightened <laughs> is going to have disadvantage on this roll to be 
I guess, doubly frightened. Um, and it is, and he is afraid of you and now of Reptar. And Reptar looks down at it and uh, and swipes at it with its massive, massive claws. Uh, the first hit is going to be... Uh, yeah, that is a 29 to hit. So that hits. Mm-hmm. And it's going to do 21 slashing damage on that first one. The second one is going to hit as well with a 24 to hit and does 26 points of damage. And then finally it reaches down to bite. Oh my gosh. And does a massive, uh, another 29 to hit. And with its bite reaches down and does 29 points of damage with its bite and just chomps Michael Jackson in half. And he is gone. The, the poor Michael Jackson zombie has been defeated and Reptar flings that flings his body. doesn't really eat it, but just flings the body away. <laughs> he doesn't eat it. <laughs> um, and the dust kind of settles a little bit on the battlefield and you guys look to each other, you know, yeah, look to each other triumphantly as you have defeated these massive, these, these massive creatures, these massive enemies. And you are a bit tired, you know, uh, doing all of this. And uh, you do look around and see past uh, past the edges of the town. And you start to see more skeletons, more pumpkins crawling towards the center. You see uh, 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 various uh, other um, spiders, you know, creepy crawlies, more of these decorations from the town that are coming towards the, the center of the town square. And you, you've looked at each other thinking, oh, okay, I guess this is it. But before you start, you go into action. You hear the voice of Chaz, the, the football player. And he says, okay, all right, let's do it. Form up. And he, and he yells to his football squad and they form a line and he goes, hut, hut, hut. And they, they charge towards and they charge towards a group of skeletons. The Sanderson sisters get on their, their, broomsticks in their vacuum and they go up and go up into the air and start flinging green energy at these different uh, decorations that have come the uh, Ninja Turtle bros they like high five and do some rolls and start attacking these this group of pumpkins slashing away at them and you stand there and realize that the rest of these kids have now taken action seeing your actions to defend the town square and are now fending off the the various decorations in the town and you feel like you have a moment to pause and recollect here and we are out of initiative as this chaos continues to happen around you a little bit hell yeah <laughs> 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 all right dudes like think it- I think it's gonna work out. Everyone's killing all the monsters, so I guess we're good now. I mean, yeah, be the violence you want to see in the world, and like put it out, right. One is like caressing her her rats. <laughs> Gross. Like, I don't, cool. I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to spend the rest of my life looking like this. And he kind of like gestures at the like horrid mottled dead flesh that is makes up most of his body and I think you look sick as hell dude I yeah, I look sick I love like being... I'm about to die and I like being Thala I'm gonna be honest but uh I don't love listening to you right now Theo it's it's unpleasant 
it's I don't like listening to me either. <laughs> All well, I can so hear in my mind is like, back? and then every once in a while it gets so loud I can't hear you guys. I feel like I'm connected to hell in ways that I never could have dreamed. <laughs> so this this is kind of awesome, but I also... I mean, your parents don't recognize you, though. Yeah, that part I don't love, and I keep... I like setting things on fire, but not accidentally, necessarily. And uh, I'm kind of worried that I might do something. Speaking like when the parents come up, Theo, like, shakes his head and is like, shh, crap, mom and dad. And, like, starts to search the square to see if he can find uh, his dad and his stepmom. And so you're able to look in this group of parents and you you scan the crowd and you um, uh, uh, you are able to uh, to see your your father standing there next to your uh, next to his new wife, I suppose, because um, it's uh, uh, you guys have that mixed family um, and you see your father, his uh, uh, you hadn't you weren't sure what he was going to be dressing up as, but, you know, him as a D&D nerd himself Um he is, uh, uh, he is a bald man with a beard, and you can see that he has painted his uh, his face purple and his beard. He has kind of colored and made it look like he's got tentacles coming off of his beard, <laughs> and he is dressed as a mind flayer. Um, but he is he is uh, uh, he is kind of holding on, has his arms around Teresa, Wanda, your mo- your mother, who is dressed as this mad scientist with her you know big glasses on that that accentuate her eyes and her crazy hair and her lab coat and um, just looking terrified. Um, you see uh, next to you, uh, you hear this big thump and you look up at Reptar and Reptar kind of looks down at the parents and and kind of goes, mama, and like waves and like her parents uh, are freaked out. They, do, they, you know, absolutely are scared of that. And then, um, Reptar kind of turns around, thud, thud, and kind of looks off at some of these decorations coming in and and kind of joyfully thump, thump, kind of goes off and just starts stomping on things (laughs) as they're coming in, um, shaking, shaking the ground. Um, That is what you saw with your with your uh, with your parents there. Best candy I ever spent. Yeah. We got to give her more. Uh, (laughs) Do you think like your dad will understand what we are because he knows D&D stuff. I don't, I don't know, man. I I feel like I can't be the one to tell him. You guys can barely understand me. And yeah, I'm, you definitely can't I tell anyone anything. Terrifying. <laughs> uh, Wanda, can you can you change into something remotely looking like a human and maybe talk to him? Uh, can Wanda actually change back? I mean, the vampire uh, looks to... like a human. Right. Yeah. Well, I, you're, the cl- you're the one you know, that looks closest. The, so, <laughs> like, at the start but, yeah. of the campaign, when Wanda's mom was helping her get ready, and Wanda looked yeah. at her and was like, I put a spell on you. So, I think, like, as her vampire form, she's going to, like, walk up to her mom and be like, Oh, I put a spell on you. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's not going to go well at all. That sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that won't be misread. Because she thinks, We're good. like, oh, maybe she'll recognize. This is good. Like, okay, this is, this is good. Uh, roll, a, roll a persuasion roll on I was this. Like, Accidentally yeah, no. casting uh, because of that. Yeah. There's a intimidation for this. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, there's a, a fairly a high DC for this. Um, <laughs> it is lowered because of that, uh, uh, slightly lowered because of, of that great uh, kind of roleplay device you did. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was still higher than a 12, though. And so... Oh, no. Um, so you, you say that, and um, you, you are expecting your mother to recognize you, expecting her to react to that loving moment you had earlier, and you only see fear in her eyes. So are my parents near, like, are all of our parents together, or is this just um, all the parents and are together. that we found so far? Yep. And so you look, uh, and you're looking for uh, your parents. You see your mom. She's dressed as a witch. She's not really super dressed up, but she does have a little witch hat on. And uh, and your dad is wearing uh, just a, a, a ridiculous outfit. He's got this like, just he's wearing all white, but he's got these like um, red polka dots, then a, a yellow polka dot, then <laughs> blue polka dot, and he's just dressed as Twister. Yeah. And so um, he is uh, uh, standing kind of um, in front of, of your mom, you know, trying to to keep her safe from all from all of the happenings going on. Um, that's what you, you see your parents there. Um, okay, so I'm actually not going to go up to them. Um, I'm going to, hey, Corey, and I'm going to switch into my human form. Do Why I look like me? Uh, I don't know. Does he look like him? Why did we send Wanda over if you can just turn into a person? <laughs> you didn't yeah. let me answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do look like you, but like with that, you still retain the orange hair, the orange, like a little bit of orange facial hair. You know, you do look still more like Tigery. You're not able to go completely back. You kind of um, look well, like you so if you were dressed up as like a racist caricature of, or like a leprechaun or something, you know? That's kind of the vibe I'm okay. with this. But I don't look like I'm some like 40-year-old man or anything. No, you don't look completely different. Yeah, you Barty, just, uh, you've never looked like a man. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and that was a little hurtful. Um, <laughs> a little truthful. I go back to hybrid form just to tuck my tail between my legs and walk <laughs> over to my parents. <laughs> Hey mom, it's it's me, Thala. Um, do you know what's happening? Ah, you can roll persuasion. See if oh. this is gonna work. I mean, I'm can, great at that. I'm not. Can, can Theo overhear this? Is Theo close enough? Yeah. To overhear this. Use your real name, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> She's not gonna Th recognize that. It's me, Barty. Yeah. Barty, Barty, Barty. That was an eight. <laughs> an eight. Unfortunately, no. I'm sorry. Do you think uh, the demon chanting Barty behind him didn't help? Barty. <laughs> <laughs> I lowered the DC like I did for Wanda, you know, but um, unfortunately, an eight just doesn't make it happen. Um, they they do not recognize you, um, and you feel a similar dejection as uh, your parents not recognizing you. Uh, are my parents around? Yes, they are. Um, you look and uh, you remember your uh, mother had had said that their costume was a uh, was a um, surprise that, that uh -huh. they weren't telling you what they were wearing. And so you see um, your mother and father are together and your uh, dad, Harry, is wearing a shirt that looks like an outlet. Uh -huh. um, or no, no, he looks he's wearing sorry. He's wearing a plug. I see. On his shirt, I wonder and he's got is. a he wears a <laughs> headband on. He's got a headband on that says AC with mm. some some uh, elect from lightning bolts on the side, and then your mom is wearing an outlet shirt with DC mm. on their on their um, on her shirt on her headband, uh. and um, 
for a moment you 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 look at that and you just remember the support the how yes. supportive your parents yes. are of your uh, rockerness even while they're and, so uh, lame at the same time <laughs> oh cory don't don't leave this up to me yeah uh, uh <laughs> i i'm honestly i just want to like fly up to them i'm not even like smart enough to think to try to approach them calm, just like, are you guys okay isn't this awesome <laughs> yes <laughs> go ahead and, and roll for your persuasion good <laughs> Uh, let's see. That the worst persuasion at here. Boom. How do you like a thirteen? Mm, they are freaked. They yeah. are freaked <laughs> out. Sense. They they move backwards into the crowd and like and and parents around are are freaked as well. You have a nice area that is cleared in front of you as everybody is freaked. And so, unfortunately, you guys as a group were unable to connect with your parents. Um, Hold on. I didn't get a chance. I haven't oh, tried oh, yet. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's great. I have a I have a question about the bagman mechanics. Mm -hmm. Can you only move using Blink as a mechanic? Like, are you bound to that? So he is. He the bagman is constantly under the effect of Blink. But he can move so normally. Are you or? able to like approach them, or do you just have to appear? I think so. You have to um, appear. You mean? Yeah, I don't have okay. to like blink out and then blink back in. I oh, can't can move, move without. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say right. you're allowed to walk, but that's Aww. a hilarious thought. That I was hoping he couldn't. We were gonna have to like put him in a backpack and carry him around <laughs> with us. <laughs> no, I just wanted to see his parents have to roll the yeah the fright check. <laughs> so Theo knows that if he opens his mouth, the game's over. Like, there's no way that he can speak to his parent, to his dad, and like try to get through. So he very slowly walks over kind of with his hands like this, like horrible, like sharp claws, like blood dripping off of them, just like hands up, just like this. And then sits down in front of his dad and writes, they're in like a, they're in, they're in, a, in, a, in a courtyard or is there grass or anything like that? Uh, the courtyard is more like a, is it, is there's there, grass there around. Dirt? Yeah, there's dirt. There's plenty of, uh, this courtyard is a is a is a mess. So there it is. There is dirt that's been flung everywhere. So yes, you're able to kind of write in whatever you want in the ground. Yeah. So he takes like one horribly long like knife like claw, and draws Theo in the dirt in good, front of his dad. Good. How could this be misinterpreted? <laughs> uh, but I need a persuasion roll. Yep. A horrific monster comes up to me and writes my child's <laughs> name in the dirt. What's my first thought? <laughs> oh, good. My child's safe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's a five. The five <laughs> does not do it. Not going to do it. Um, frightened the parent is and uh, is unable to, uh, you're unable to convince him um, otherwise. And uh, and you stand in the, in the courtyard. You look as the chaos is kind of happening and you're just wondering to yourself how long is this going to go on you know what what uh what exactly is do we need to do to 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 stop this effect is there a way to stop it so as like as he sees his parents like you know his his dad and his stepmom like get frightened from this he like turns back to to go toward his uh, compatriots and like because of what he is like there's no like there's no time that passes between him turning and then like appearing right beside Wanda like he just like evaporates <laughs> and then appears beside Wanda 
And he's like, we have to do something. There's got to be some way to end this. Does she have to roll? Is she afraid? <laughs> She's like, ooh. <laughs> Guys, do you remember yeah. the totem of destruction from the campaign we were playing? Because didn't it, like, make everyone in the town, like, sick? That's, that's D&D. You made that up, Thea, or Barty. Thank you for getting close to Thala there. I do appreciate it. <laughs> um, well, that's true, but I thought the Bagman only existed in the Monster Manual. And I mean, look at look at you, seriously. I mean, I'd rather not, but <laughs> yeah, yeah you got a point. Um, well, all this happened because this woman cast a spell, right? She cursed us. So there, she has to be storing something. She's got a whole costume shop in yeah. town. I'm pretty sure I remember her having something up on the stage or something like that. I don't know. Well, like let's hope amulet. Reptar didn't destroy her her store. Well, I'm gonna transform into the like full tiger form and run over to the stage and mm -hmm. I'm just looking to see like is there an obvious cursed object that has like an <laughs> off switch on it. And so you uh, you run up to the stage, which is uh, half destroyed by the carcass of this giant spider. Um, but you do see where Marianne was, sta was standing, this pile of ash. And you'll remember, uh, vividly remember this. Uh, you may never forget it when she sliced her hand open, clutching an amulet and 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 began to age rapidly and, and withered away to dust. And the amulet had fallen you know, as her body had dissipated or uh, dissolved, her hand was the last to dissolve and, and that amulet had fallen. And you see in the ash that amulet sitting there and you look at it and uh, uh, and it has a a, uh, a large skull on the front. And um, and uh, and Bartholomew, you you're able to actually look at it. And because you're the the DM, you've read the books, you look at this, the skull, and there is a Symbol of transmutation on the skull, uh, on the forehead of this skull on the amulet. All right, so I'm gonna go back into my hybrid form and so I can actually like, pick it up. I'm gonna grab it and walk it over. Dude, like, guys, pick this. it up. <laughs> what if it, <laughs> it hasn't burned old. my hand yet? <laughs> the lady held it and she did fine. She was an old lady too. She turned into dust, dude. <laughs> she did fine before <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bart, it could be cursed. You don't just pick things up. That's like the first thing you taught us as DM. Can I see it, though, dude? But, <laughs> yeah, sure. Cool. Here. Awesome. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, right. so that's a transmutation symbol on it. I actually kind of don't want it back. Theo made some good points. You can hold on to it. All right, cool. Uh, I don't have pockets. I've been a giant demon. What do I do with this? <laughs> Who has pockets? Uh, hang it on your pitchfork? Dude, bag man, do you have a bag? I, I come out of bags. I don't have a bag. <laughs> you you always have a bag based on what you just said. I mean... I, I don't know how any of this works, man. I just... And he kind of, like, frustratingly gestures at his body, like... All right, well, fine. I'll just, uh... Is there anything I can find to make a necklace out of this thing with or something? Tie some string Wanda, around do you it? have, don't you have like a cape or something you could like tuck this up? Mm. Didn't we get, didn't we get rope or something? I thought we got some rope 
or somebody had some rope. You know what? There's got to be just a random freaking book bag or trick or treating bag or something on the ground that I pick uh, up. Maybe Wanda just like tears. You guys do have your bags of candy. On there we you. go. Oh, I got my bag so, of candy. Yeah. I throw it in there and I just am holding it like that. Then. Just you know, don't accidentally eat it, dude. That's yeah, fine. You I do. just tie it to one of my horns in the back, so it'll just hang back there. <laughs> and you look in your bag of candy, and you see the, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of delicious pieces of candy that you guys had picked up, and it, it does look appealing to you. But uh, you do throw the amulet in there. Feels like now I kind of want a piece of candy, though. Feels like. <laughs> does he? Does he I want mean, a piece of candy? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I'll grab a, a piece of candy out of there. It looks okay. so delicious. You described it so vividly. How could I resist? <laughs> uh, so you uh, you unwrap the piece of candy, you pop it in. Whoa, and what um, kind of candy did I... You got to let me pick here, all right? Uh, oh, okay. Well, you have... Uh, I mean, you have some fruit-type candies. You got some Jolly Ranchers in there. Right. Ugh, you've, no. got, uh, you, you've got some peanut butter cups. You've mm -hmm. got... Uh, oh, peanut butter cups Hershey's is what key. I'm going for. It doesn't matter. All right, nice. Going right for the gold. Um, so you take a, a peanut butter cup out and uh, you you pop it in, and you heal a hit point. Oh, I feel good after eating that. Mm. Dudes, uh, I open. I I start dumping the whole bag down my throat. Just okay. My How many pieces of candy throat. are you eating? Uh, I'm gonna eat all of the candy that I have while doing this. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so that would be 31 <laughs> pieces of candy left that okay. I just poured down my gullet. <laughs> so you, you guys watch as he eats all this candy. And as he's eating it, you do see like the, the, the seeds that had been embedded into this pumpkin seeds embedded into him and scratches. They do start to heal up. And so um, uh, you see him actively healing as he's eating his candy. Lori, do so, you have to do that every year? Got a bit old. <laughs> Shut up, Thala. You hover all your candy before you get home anyway, because your parents won't let you have it. Yeah, who, who are the you one to day talk? A year I get some. I don't. I don't shovel it into my mouth. I have it during the evening. Okay, well that's one way to put yeah, it. And only then, because like, if you what, shove like, it all in, you'll probably pee your pants or poop your pants or something again. <laughs> on the heels of that. <laughs> <laughs> Theo unceremoniously like kind of turns away from everybody and just has the bag and opens his mouth and it's just like this horrible screeching metal sound as all the candy flies into it. Nice. You eat all your candy? All of it. All 30. Okay. Some of us, I don't know, were like getting hit a lot during that last encounter and maybe needed 30 plus <laughs> delicious points in their body. <laughs> Hey guys, I have my dungeon master's guide at home. If you guys want to go and see if we can look up that object, Ooh. might have something on how to undo the curse. That's good as good idea. as an idea as I've heard tonight. What's the fastest way to get there? Who all who all can fly? Me. Fly. <clears throat> Me. <laughs> I can I fly can, way faster than I can walk right now. I can. Uh, I think just evaporate there it's not like flying but it's kind of <laughs> i don't know how any of this works <laughs> and like, like as if like yes out of frustration no. out of frustration he like blinks all over the place for a moment and just like comes back to where he was like i don't uh so he's good why don't i just like carry you barty and we just get there faster that way yeah sure let's do it 
Okay. Wanda poofs into a bat. Nice. And they start squeaking. <laughs> okay, so you guys are all flying, or is somebody... Uh, well, I think Batman's just going to appear there, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> and then you're, yeah, you're ba- flying. The, with... So the Bagman pops into the ethereal plane and, you know, heads to Thala's house, just, like, walking through houses and walls, and there's no, like... If nothing else, great. I've got a bag with me with the thing in it, so, you know, he can always just show up, I guess. Yeah, he, 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 like... Pops into the ethereal plane and then waits for the bag portal to show up yeah. at Thala's house that he can pop out of. There we go. Okay, cool. And uh, so you guys, as you fly and you're carrying, you're you're carrying Bartholomew, mm-hmm. right? And and the bat's kind of flying next to you. You guys are flying <laughs> over the streets and kind of looking. Yeah. You look down as you see the like the the remaining like kind of zombies. These remaining decorations just kind of like staring at you as you like kind of like fly past them. Like and they're like headed towards the the town square, and you land in uh, uh, in Thala's house, and you go up to his room and uh, open the door, and you guys are all together, and uh, you see just all these like notes and things kind of scattered around. I don't remember. Did you actually clean your room before you left for for Halloween? Oh no, there's no way I did. I was writing about the uh, great sword and the great stone up until the second I walked out. Okay. So I uh, pounce on my notes on the floor, like crumpling them, but trying to shove them under my bed because I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, guys, you can't look at those. Books are fair game. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's and no so- good, dude. My, I, You have no idea how good my dark vision was. I could see in your room, like, as soon as we got down the hallway so well. I mean, the so- light was on because I left it on. Oh, okay, never mind. So Theo's actually kind of under that bed. <laughs> Theo's kind of impressed. Like he's he's kind of stunned for a moment, like looking around at, at all of the work that that Thala has done. Um, like stunned into silence uh, as like you know in, in appreciation for the amount of thought that he has put into this. Good. I mean, um, we call you Barty the Smarty for a reason. You're clearly, you know, you're putting in the work if nothing else. Um. So yeah, you guys all uh, are looking around and looking through books and 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 uh, Bartholomew, you're looking through your notes. Go ahead and everybody roll an investigation. Looking through books is like the lamest way we could solve this problem. Ooh, <laughs> nat 20. 14. Surprisingly a 17 from uh, Corey. I got okay. a hot five. So the highest, which was uh, which was Theo, yes. um, you're 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 looking through a, a, a book, an actual like module, and you find um, uh, you find the inspiration for the Totem of Destruction that uh, that um, uh, Barth or uh, yeah Bartholomew had um, had read about, and you're reading through it, and you uh, and you're you're reading through the module and kind of seeing, oh yes, this like. This totem of destruction, this place that they had to take it, uh, uh, that you guys had to take it to be destroyed, was this statue of Baal, and this statue had been uh, kind of unearthed in this ancient crypt beneath this wizard's house. You know, between mm-hmm. beneath this place of uh, uh, this wizard's like house and uh, a place that they had uh, like their miniature little like castle kind of thing, and Fortress. so. Um, uh, uh, yeah, fortress type thing, and that's that's kind of the main information you gleam. And uh, 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 Rachel, as you are, um, as Wanda is kind of searching around, um, you feel a nip at your leg, and you take one point 
of uh, of piercing damage, and you look down and oh. see a little Furby has been has kind of walked up to you and bit you in the leg. <laughs> uh, can Wanda like <laughs> kick it? <laughs> like just sure. kind of kick it away. Go ahead, do just uh, unarmed strike, kick this Furby. Do I have to roll to hit? I guess it would be, yeah. it. <laughs> would, you gotta roll uh, your d20 plus, mm-hmm. I guess, plus nine for the unarmed strike. Well, 19. Oh, 19 to hit. Plus, yes, that hits. 19 yeah. plus nine, right? Even yeah, right. Uh, okay, hold on. Let's Obliterate see here. Furby. I was gonna say you're gonna explode it. I kind of feel wrong. No, Furbies deserve so, to die. Four plus four is eight to eight damage. Eight damage. That explodes the Furby, and you hear like, <laughs> and it like poof, hits the wall and explodes. And that's all. Yeah, everyone else, you guys just like stop and look up. Like, what just happened? No, no, you have no idea how much my little sister loved that thing. On to like just poofs back into a bat and like uh, dude, hanging since, from since the ceiling. Since when you have a little sister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so while Theo has the book in one hand, he like reaches one, you know, horribly elongated arm out, um, the other arm out and like extends, a, you know, seven or eight inch dagger like claw for Wanda to hang off of if she needs to, uh, but then reads what he finds in the book to the rest of the group. Wanda just flies over and lands on. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, read that aloud, um, and share that information with everybody. Guys, I think we have to consider the possibility that if Marianne was the wizard and her amulet was the totem, then she has a crypt or a fortress somewhere in town and I have to think right it has to be your store I mean hopefully Reptar hasn't flattened it by the time we get there but I think we need to get there as soon as we can well we don't really know that she was the wizard right because wasn't that Dr. Halibut wasn't he dressed as a wizard for the haunted house true and there's nothing in here about a daughter or anybody of the same blood or anything, so I don't know. What are you talking about, dude? We watched her cut her hand and turn to to ash, man. She's the wa- wizard. <laughs> uh, Bartholomew, you're kind of talking, and you're kind of in the back of the room. The others are, are kind of with their back to the door um, into your room, and you can see some of your mom's decorations, which are the, like, autumn leaves, those, like, you know, plastic autumn leaf like vines that you put up in the house or whatnot. You see them starting to creep into the room, like ever so slowly twisting and turning. Just you notice that they're starting to enter the room. Uh, hey, Corey, grab me. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, what's going on? What? The, the the vines are moving in. Let's go. Do you hear the hurry in my voice? Let's go. <laughs> Do you want me to burn them? Don't. You're gonna burn his house down, dude. Let's just. We've we've got an idea of where to go. Let's just get out of here. I think his parents are going to understand. I think they're going to probably <laughs> condemn this whole town after this night, dude. Corey, the window's open. I'm standing on the ledge. Let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> I guess I'll just like, grab him and fly. Wanda like, flies out. out the window. But as I do it, I am going to shoot one fireball. Hurl fireball <laughs> behind me. <laughs> okay. All right. You shoot a fireball, yeah. and it uh, hits inside the room as you're flying away, and yeah. um, uh, uh, it is... 
you're a you're a hell demon and yeah. you hurl a fireball in a house I, yes, I, sir, you, did i hurl flame at the hallway at the uh at the things as they were coming yes yeah. and uh you can see a soft orange glow as you are flying away from uh from the house from the window that's probably nothing <laughs> so as i just want to clarify as everybody's leaping out the window to fly away uh-huh. uh theo hops into the bag and yeah. <laughs> manages to go along with is that just standing there watching a fireball yeah, you know so. approach his face okay uh and uh you guys are headed to the uh it sounded like you had uh, costume wanted shop to head to the like costume shop that's our only lead on this chick right like i don't know where her house mm-hmm. is do we uh you do not okay. yeah you, you could roll for history but you do not know you'd have to yeah yeah um and so uh so you guys similarly uh like before fly the decorations are watching you um and uh, you're kind of headed in the direction back to the town square and you can kind of see as you enter back into getting closer you do see the the monsters your other classmates and children in the in the town are holding their own against the monsters and you can see some of them are are having fun with it you know you see like a uh a, a a fireman with his axe just like hacking away at, at um at some spooky spooky looking twig trees that are coming in and you see the uh the the ninja turtle boys just joking around high-fiving and and stabbing and slashing at at uh, at uh different Dude, skeletons the ninja turtles in. are a lot more graphic than the cartoon show in <laughs> real life <laughs> Um, and you enter back into this town square and you land uh, next uh, in front of Marianne's costume shop. And uh, you see to the left of her costume shop, that bakery that was there is now completely gone. And the radiant energy trench is is still ablaze a little bit. Um, this trench is not fully ablaze. You can, you can walk through it without getting burnt. But um, this row of buildings just suddenly comes to an end as it has this that beam had totally taken out this that section of it but Marianne's costume store does uh, uh, does appear untouched and as you um, uh, walk up to the storefront uh, you look to the window and Wanda and Theo you are the ones that had walked by it before I want you to make a perception check as you're looking at the storefront I got a 12 23 23 great Wanda, um, you look into the window and you notice that one thing is different. There used to be a mannequin standing in the window and that mannequin is gone. Can she like poof back into the vampire form and share that bit of information? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to remember, you know, what was on that mannequin and go ahead and roll a history check to see if you can remember. 15. A 15, you meet the DC check for this. And you remember as you had walked by that the man, there was a mannequin standing out front. One of her costumes that she had had made was a figure with a hockey mask on holding a large machete. And that figure is not present in the window any longer. (laughs) Knowing that, I'm going to perk my ears forward and listen with my keen senses to try to hear if there's anything inside their movie. Anything like a kick, kick, kick going on in there right now. <laughs> um, so you're outside of the, of the storefront at this point. There's lots of noise around. Uh, you wouldn't be able to hear anything inside the store. Okay. 
What are we? And, uh, what the? What did the book say we have to do with the uh, the amulet thing again? I'm, I open up the bag and ask it. Hello. Yeah. So, so Theo springs out of the bag. Um, again, always alarming to have him just like appear. Um, it's like ten feet tall. And, Great. Like, let me horror, set you down before you talk. I don't want you by my face. Thank you. Um. So, uh, Theo, I think, rather presciently, knowing that uh, Corey was prone to throwing fireballs at anything and everything, has yeah. brought the book with him. Good call. Um, and so opens it back up and consults it and, you know, says, we have to find a statute of ball. I don't... No, yeah. And don't make a joke about balls, dude. This is not the time. <laughs> I know you're thinking it. We all know you're thinking it. It's funny, ha, 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 but like, I'm... I'm sorry, Mr. Sack. I, I won't talk about your balls. <laughs> So he, he, he says, there's got to be a statue somewhere or a, 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 a temple or something. And I... Well, should we just go in? It's, it's got to be here. It's got to be here. It's got to be here or at Marianne's house. And I don't know where she lives. Do any of you know where she lives? I definitely well, This is don't. as good as Can, any. Why don't we just, why don't we just, just investigate in. this? Yeah. Can Wanda just not, like, fly in as bat form just to, like, take a peek? Can you even Art, walk Art in? open a door as bat. Oh. <laughs> Are vampires allowed to go into stores without permission in this world? <laughs> That's a really good question. You can try, see what happens. <laughs> so Theo steps forward and, and, you know, he's normally like 10 or 11 feet tall because he's a large apparition. Yeah. But he also has uh, one of his, like one of the Bagman's characteristics. Attributes. Yeah, is um, astral anatomy. Um, so he can squeeze himself uh, into any space as small as one inch wide um, and can also walk on walls and ceilings. And so he takes a look at the door. If there's enough, you know, if there's enough room, he just kind of like slides under it um, to mm -hmm. enter the store. Uh, without causing any sound, without like opening the door and hitting a bell on the other side or, or causing any sound, if there's enough space for him to get Did there. Did you tell us that that's what you were doing? No, he just like does it. Cool. Corey <laughs> kicks open the door as soon as he goes through that. Like, <laughs> you didn't tell me that we're being quiet. We're going in. Okay. Like, Corey can't he just like teleport? Why did he slide? Uh, I don't. That was. That was disgusting what he just did. I don't know. <laughs> um, so Corey, yes. Yeah, so you yeah. slide in and uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to give you one moment, one slight moment. Yeah. Just roll perception as you had come in on the other side <laughs> so. of the uh, on the other side. So can I can I flavor the perception check? Oh, sure. Yeah, so season I, I want to I want to flavor it as a smell check. And okay. what I'm what I'm specifically trying to smell for is like anything decrepit, deathly, like undead, okay. rotting, that kind of thing. Um, and the reason I'm doing this is because I get advantage on smell checks. <laughs> so if that is something I can do, that is something Kyle's going to get do. you because this is going to be the Jason we'll from Friday the Thirteenth, Part One through Four, where he's still human. He's not rotting or decrepit. So. All right, so I got a fifteen. Uh, 15 on the smell yes. check. And so you go in and you smell the familiar sense of a store. 
you know, the familiar sense of of plastic, uh, uh, of cloth, of clothing. Um, uh, with a with a fifteen, I'll also uh, just uh, give you. Um, since you've been using your sense of smell, it's been so good. Um, you will kind of flash back to the giant battle that you had, and the you've faced some very large creatures that were very much sinew and bone and, and had come to full life. You had faced some smaller creatures like those skeletons that were very much still a plasticky type decoration that had come to life. Mm-hmm. And so as you uh, as you are sniffing, you don't smell anything um, deathly or you know rotten or anything like that. You smell the store. I'd like to not uh, even a hi- not even a hint of pumpkin spice. I <laughs> my heart. Uh, I just want to flavor me breaking in differently than kicking the door because I don't want it to hit him. If there's like a window, I just want to like headbang into it with my horns. That's how I want to open it. Okay, there's no door. There's well, there's a small window. There's like a the door isn't glass. There's a little yeah. bit of like, but is there a like there's a storefront the window that they were looking yes, through, right? I just want to break that thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'll just go ahead. Uh, just go ahead, bang it. into yep. it with my horns. Like, let's do it. Good trash, and you and you step through the broken glass, yeah. and um, and uh, and you are yeah, hop into the store, and uh, uh, that yeah. So Wanda and uh, and Bartholomew, you step up. Um, and Wanda, you step up wondering, can I enter this, you know, can I enter this store? And, uh, the door has been, or the door's still there. The mm-hmm. door's still there. Yeah. And door so still you, there. you step up to the door and you do see a sign on the door that says, yes, we're open. Come on in. And you feel like, is that enough? <laughs> that should you, count, right? <laughs> um, you do try the door and it is unlocked and you are able to step inside. Oh, huh. that's good. <laughs> Like cautiously stepping inside. <laughs> I am still standing just outside the door, listening intently. Okay. Um. Uh. So you guys step in, and you are you are looking into the into the storefront. You see, kind of like big costume like racks, kind of like aisles of costumes. And there's basically in this, there are three aisles you can walk down. You know, a left aisle, which is adjacent to the wall, um, a middle aisle, and then right aisle. This is kind of a skinnier store um, that is next to the wall as well. Lots of costumes, lots of props. The props are mostly on the walls on the on the right side. So um, kind of a middle aisle and a left aisle and a right aisle that uh, are is before you. The cashier, the the main countertop, is at the far end of this uh, uh, of this um, this store. It is dim. It is dark in here. The lights are out. Um, you you don't sense any sort of power on uh, in this area, and um, and that's what you get with your passive perceptions. Uh, one question: the so the, there's three aisles. The dividers between these aisles like what are they are they like floor to ceiling shelves are they just like costume racks that are only you know four or five feet high like what what's what divides the aisles they're they're like uh they're kind of like cheap shelves but like the cheap like metal-ish type of of shelf they're they're fairly tall so they're about uh they i would say they're about seven to eight feet tall um in, in between and so there's costumes like Think costume rack, but like 
taller, I guess, like a little bit taller. Um, okay. So that there are, there's kind of shelves above the costumes that have a bunch of things crammed into them as well. So if Thea were to, um, I'm sure freak everybody out and walk up the wall onto the ceiling upside down, would he be <laughs> able to see all three aisles as he like walked down the middle one? Or are, yep. the, are the dividers high enough that he wouldn't be able to see? Uh, there, there's not a, like, there's only a couple feet in between the, because uh, the, the ceiling in here is fairly low. It's like, it's, it's a 12 foot, we'll say it's a 12 foot, so there's a decent amount of space up top, but you can't necessarily, like, go to the middle and see, like, the entire scope and see every detail. There, these, uh, uh, costume racks are kind of big. That's fair. <laughs> so I, I've got to pick an aisle. That's okay. All right. Um, well, Theo being first in and considering himself the leader of this little group uh, decides to snake his way down the, the middle aisle. Okay. Um, what do you all do at this point? Uh, Theo, where are you going? What are we looking for? We're looking for a statue. I mean, it's not uh, going to be out in the middle of the store, man. Like, we have to find something. I, I, it's got to be in a, a back room or a basement or I mean, there's only one floor to this place. Is there? And I start. I want to take my pitchfork and try to. I'm gonna try trying to dig a hole down with my pitchfork <laughs> into the ground. Sitting <laughs> the wood floor and you're chipping yeah. at it uh, a little bit away good. with your. That's pitchfork. all I'm doing. Then other people. So I'm standing. Doing. <laughs> I'm in the doorway right now. Um, like guys, I. I thought we had to go to the basement, right? It's in the crypt under. What do you think I'm fortress? trying to do? Well, there's typically like a door to a basement, or like Corey, a trap shut door, up. maybe. I'm trying to listen. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's bad. You want to look for like a trap door, or maybe like a sign that says "More decorations in the basement." It's a good idea. Let's go. Let's look, go look like as behind. opposed to stab the floor, Corey. You guys wanted to go down. I didn't think it'd be that thick. Sorry, you're just sliding around and doing things without telling anyone anything. Why don't you slip through a crack in the floorboards, Mr. Have No Bones man? I might, but I don't know if I can. And he like he like turns back to look at the group that's still at the front of the store. Like, come on. And continues down the, the middle aisle. Okay, he goes the middle aisle. What are you guys what what one does is, the rest one is gonna the... go to the right. Yeah, I, I'll, okay. I'll go to the left, I guess, but I'm gonna say to one your brother's bossy as hell. And I thought we were all going as a group, so I'm just right behind Theo, not realizing that the other two went down <laughs> different aisles. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, so My you man. kind of traverse down the aisle, and you are um, uh, looking, uh, kind of looking through, uh, looking at all the decorations as you pass by. Some are creepy, some are more like kids, uh, kids stuff. And as you're walking, Corey, all of a sudden you start to hear this. <sighs> mm-hmm. Breathing through a like a breathing through a mask right behind you. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna turn around to look at what it is, and you see a tall <laughs> figure with a jacket on, with a hockey mask and a machete, and it swings down at you. And everybody, roll initiative. Dude, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> uh, sixteen. Uh, Fifteen. Twenty. Ooh. Ooh. I'm feeling jazzed up. I just ate a bunch of candy and I got a sugar <laughs> rush, baby. And uh, Wanda, what'd you get? An eight. <laughs> An eight. 
That's I mean, a... you are the farthest away from all of us. So. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is a uh, a surprise round that happens um, as you are surprised. You had rolled above all of your uh, passive perceptions by a lot uh, and uh, was very sneaky. And he, you watch as this machete comes down to hit you for a 22 to hit. Yep. And Uh you take 23 points of slashing damage. Oh, my candy! He slashes you and you're, you, you feel like it hits a wing and you're not gonna have, you're only gonna, you're gonna have 10 less movement speed for your next turn. He slashes down with that machete and then he thrusts it forward at you as well uh, for a 10 to hit. That does not hit. And misses. And that is, uh, that is his turn. And the way the initiative works, we are, uh, actually all the way back up at the top of the initiative order, which is Corey. Hey, look at that. You said that was 23 damage he did, right? Yep. Okay, cool. Ow, dude. Uh, Well, he's going to get hell as part of his turn. Or wait, can I do a reaction on a surprise turn? Uh, You can't do any reactions. Okay, so he's not going to get hellish rebuked, but I am uh... Corey's a little afraid because this is Jason Voorhees right in front of him. So he's going <laughs> to he's like throwing up his hands a little scared after that happens. And he accidentally casts fire shield on himself uh, while he's doing it. So thin and wispy flames wreathe around your body for the duration, shedding bright light in a 10 foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet. Uh, and now this it gives me a. It'll warm me and it'll grant resistance to cold damage or whatever. Uh, but it also, whenever there's a creature within five feet of me that hits me with a melee attack, the shield will erupt with flame and the attacker will take 2d8 fire damage uh, from now on. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but that is unfortunately, I think, all I can do because that's an action and I'm not okay. moving away from him. Uh, so, gotcha. Uh, Bagman. You have heard the shriek from the left, and you can, from the ceiling, look and see that there is this figure behind, uh, behind the horned devil, behind Corey. What do you do? So, uh, Theo, as the bagman, uh, disappears and then crawls out of Corey's bag so that ew, he's right next ew, to him. Ew. It's worse than him. Ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm assuming that Jason Voorhees is immune to fear. Uh, so I'm going to... Because like, that's a fight for frightful presence type yeah, thing. Yeah, so... Th- so you, you appear and you look at him and think, is he going to be scared? And he just shakes his head. <laughs> yeah. He looks and shakes his head at you. So Theo's actually kind of like... He, he tried to sneak into the store. Corey bashed the door open. He was trying to find a way to like, you know find a way into this store that, that would allow them to avoid, you know, getting hurt and, and find a way to, to end all of this quickly. And now they're, they're, you know, in combat again. So he is angry. <laughs> and so he is just going to tear this mask off. Oh, um, no. So he's going to hit a multi-attack with once with his claws and once with his bite. Okay. Um, that's a fort. No, sorry. Uh, Plus, so with the claws, plus nine to hit. 23 to hit? 23 hits. Go ahead okay. and roll, roll your damage on the claws. Okay. First. 16. 
16 points of damage. Um, as he takes 16 points of damage, you slash into him and you, you feel like you actually do a, a fair amount of dam- damage to him. He starts, uh, poof. He's gone. What? Well, what just happened? Uh, the second part of his melee, of, of his multi-attack, not knowing, like, not knowing if he's just turned invisible or if he's teleported or something, uh, Theo makes his second attack, like, just tries to bite where this thing sure. just was. And I'm assuming, you know, I mean, I'll you roll miss. for it, but... You can roll for it. It will be a miss. Because okay. as you do a, a attack into this open space, you realize okay. it is not there. Jason is not there. Well, and so he looks around... Dude, did you win? And, uh, you know, turns back to Corey and, and says, tell everyone it's still out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'll just telepathically, I guess, <laughs> out to them. Good, dude, good call. I can talk in our brains. Uh, hey, Jason is maybe still alive? I don't know. Uh, bag dude Jason hit from math maybe class? Got rid of him. No, not and Jason from able- math class. Jason from Camp Crystal Lake, dude. <laughs> I didn't go to Camp Crystal Lake last year. Oh, dude, it's a movie. You're so lame, Barty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, you could use the full name. Mm. Sorry, Jason Voorhees is here. Okay, well, that's terrifying. Where is he? I don't know. <laughs> it is your turn, Bartholomew. And uh, you, um, uh, it is quiet, generally quiet in this in this uh, uh, in this costume store, but you are now made aware that Jason is here somewhere. Um, I'm going to hop up on top of um, the shelf um, the opposite way of where Corey was. Okay. I was in the middle. I'm jumping to the other side. Do I see anything Go ahead and roll from per- being up for there? Perception. Would this be using hearing at all? No, let's uh, let's. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can. I mean, you can. Yeah, go ahead. You, you're using your all your senses to try and, and hear him and, and things. Okay, uh, nineteen. Okay, uh, you do you uh, you clamber up onto the top of this and look around and and you're hearing uh, for anything and you do not see anything or hear. Kyle, um, I, don't, I, would, I don't know that this matters. I forgot to mention this. So one of the, the feet that I took is Slasher, which I thought mm-hmm. was particularly, you know, good for this story. Um, but Slasher, I reduce his creature's speed when dealing slashing damage um, and claws are slashing damage. So if if this okay, thing... That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. If this thing is not he a has projection, the same ability it's too. still out that's there right. somewhere. <laughs> So, okay, good. so if if it's still out there somewhere, maybe it can that only might explain move half why as I much lost 10 feet as it might speed on my turn, hmm. as it might <laughs> otherwise be able to. I forgot to mention that, but I wrote a note to myself to remind that, me to say that. Okay, and, no, I uh, would want to ready my action, um, so I'll grab my bow out and just draw it. And if I see anything, um, I'm mostly now looking kind of down the middle. I'll turn to the back of the store, and if I see anything come out, then I would just release it. Okay. Uh, Wanda, you're up. Hmm. So let's see. If she was far in the back, would he technically know she's there, I guess? He's Jason Voorhees. What doesn't he know when there's... True, true, when there's true. around. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Wanda, I know what to do. Find a sweater and pretend to be his mom. I saw it in the movie. It works. <laughs> Where's the sweater? <laughs> Are there any Wanda's blue sweaters? like in the background, slowly putting a like a sweater over. Her. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we don't see any sort of like obvious basement entrance, right? Uh, you guys are kind of amongst the could... shelves at this point. Um, there's the front of the of the room that has the cashier's desk. You haven't been up there yet. And so you haven't seen any doors or specific things yet. Could mm-hmm. she, I guess, transform into a bat and then try to fly around and see if she could spot anything that might help? Sure, yeah. Or... I mean, Go if they ahead. haven't Which been direction to... would you like to fly as the bat? And so you're in the aisle all the way to the right. All um, the way to the right. Are you wanting to go down this aisle, go over um, into a different aisle? Which direction would you like to go? And you said we haven't made it to, like, the uh, cashier's, like, the res- register or nothing, right? Correct, yep, yep. So you're close. So you could fly I, to it. You could I fly just in that have direction. a feeling about that area. Couldn't mean nothing, but... She's gonna move towards that area, like towards the the main like desk, the register. Maybe there's something around there that could help. Okay. Um, so you uh, uh, you move uh, you move forward and you move forward through. You're kind of flying through as the bat, and uh, and you're passing costumes left and right. And you see to your left, you kind of jump for a second because you see a row of Jason costumes, a row of hockey masks, about four of them in a row. And you're kind of flapping. Go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, Lord. Seven. A seven. And so you're like, okay, not quite sure what you see. And you start to go. And then all of a sudden, one of the hockey masks leaps at you and you see this hand try and grab grab you as the bat. And he is going to... Make this attack as a 25 to hit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. That, that, <laughs> and he has you uh, grappled at this point. And uh, he, um, uh, what he does is he looks at you and um, you have to make a, a wisdom saving throw. Okay, 14. Um, you fail and you are paralyzed in fear oh. as he is holding you. And you are clutched in his hand. And, uh, Corey, it is your turn. Okay. Can I see them? Uh, you know, you're two aisles away, but you do hear some ruckus. I hear some ruckus. Okay, well, if I hear some ruckus... Practically making bat noises. Can I fly (laughs) up in the air and then see them? (laughs) Uh, yep. Okay, you could perfect. you could fly up in the air and kind whatever. of fly just over move toward them. the costumes. Yep. I've got 50 feet of fly speed, even with 10 taken off of me. So, like, I think I'm going to be okay getting there. Uh, or at least getting to where I can see them. Um, yeah, he's got a hold of her, so I will just go flying at him then and start trying to make a multi-attack on, on okay. my dude over here. Go ahead. Yeah. On my boy, Jason. Uh, don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill me, don't kill her, don't kill me, don't kill her. Uh, first one to hit, 21 to hit. 21 uh, to hit, hits. Yep. All right, excellent. Uh, I'm just going to roll all of them to hit like I did before. Uh, second one to hit is even higher, 27 to hit. So I'm going to guess yes. Yep, that and hits. And for the tail, let's see how the tail does. 
the tail gets a nat one, so I don't think the tail <laughs> so is going to hit. All right. Uh, so two pitchfork hits. Uh, that's, uh, so that is 29. Uh, 17 plus 12 total, yeah. So 29 damage. Good. You stab at this, Jason. Oh, he takes takes a few hits. He's still standing, but boy, you feel like you did a lot of damage to him. He is mm-hmm. not looking great grasping on to uh, grasping on to, to Wanda and it is the Bagman's turn. Well, tell so, to say, dude, he's got your sister. <laughs> so <laughs> hearing that uh, like sister connects for maybe the first time where Theo is like yeah, that is. And he, while blinking over to uh, Corey, just screams out, burn this place to the ground. <laughs> Permission. And <laughs> pops out of the bag, ready to just like take this thing's head off. Um, and so he evaporates pops out of Corey's bag next to Jason and uh, makes his attack. Okay, so on my multi-attack, my claws, I got a two. (laughs) But on the the gaping maw, I got a nat 20. Yes. Yes. For a 29 to hit. Yep. Um, And... Roll that damage on that gaping maw. Yeah, that's 30 damage. Okay, how do you do it? How Uh, do you defeat Jason? He, so the bagman like bursts out of this uh, bag and he isn't even sure that like anybody heard him like screaming this out um, because he was kind of going into the nether as he did. But as he comes out, his mouth like opens up and just envelops like half of this being and <laughs> just evaporates it, like cuts it off at the midsection uh, before shrinking back to its kind of, you know, abnormal size, uh, but just like eats half of this thing. Good. And Jason, the rest of his body crumples and falls to the ground, his hand releases and Wanda is flapping around free as a free as a bat. And we are out of initiative order. Wanda, are you okay? <laughs> Wanda, we can't tell you're saying you're still a bat. Uh, Corey, Corey throws a fireball at the wall uh, on the other side of the room. I'm just hurling. Um, I'm hurling fire at the wall on the other side of the room. Okay. My last direction right. was to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> okay. So, Great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you throw fireball yeah. at the wall and yeah. it it catches fire. I mean, it, explosion happens. Yeah. Uh, lots of these. Flame. Uh, there are things all over this counter, like little eyeball treats and snacks and things, and they just burn and fly everywhere as this explosion hits, and and the wall is is singed and catching fire. All right, Corey, I was maybe I was a little heated, but like I actually hold on. Thala, you said this has to be a crypt, right? I mean, that's what the book said. Yeah, why? So it's got to be underneath us. Yeah. It's got to be hidden somewhere. 
So uh, as you guys approach, you, you do approach the the front desk, the front cashier area that is that is kind mm-hmm. of a lot of the wall is kind of caught fire yeah. on the right side. <laughs> there is a door um, near where the flames are catching and kind of going around, <laughs> um, mm. and you do see that that door is. Uh, uh, is adjacent is a jar. Uh, the it's and, adjacent. And open. Oh, it's adjacent. <laughs> it is a jar, um, and uh, and and you can see that uh, there is kind of a room back there that you've been in the store before, but you none of you, all of your deck costume decorations that had come from this store this year, none of you had really got gotten them from the store. Your parents had gotten from um yeah gotten it from here, and so it's been at least a year since you've been in, and so you see that that door is ajar. You also see a a uh, a glass case that is behind the uh behind the counter. Um a glass case where the uh, uh where the glass is shattered um and there is nothing inside the glass case. And uh you can see there's a, a uh, uh kind of a uh, a pile of glass and maybe a, a small piece of paper that is kind of in the glass uh, underneath. So I probably like shouldn't to- touch the paper. <laughs> yeah, they would like to kind of stalk over to this uh, glass case and search around inside it to a pick up the piece of paper and see what it reads, mm-hmm. but also to see if there are any like if there's like an imprint in the dust or like you know any any uh, thing that would sure. indicate something was there. Go ahead that and roll no investigation. Yeah, eleven. Eleven. Um, so you see the uh, uh, the glass shattered on the ground. You could see that on the glass there was probably some like etched in um, lettering on the glass. But the glass is very shattered and broken. Um, it would take you hours and days probably to try and put together see what the the etching on the glass said. Uh, you pick up the um, the small piece of paper and it's a small like tag. And What's the it say? Uh, the the tag on it says authentic TV costume. Authentic TV costume. And uh, you don't see any footprints or anything necessarily on the ground um, uh, there at all. So he shows the paper to uh, you know the rest of the party members. Is this this? Why would anyone want to dress up as a TV? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Jason costume, Corey. I mean, I, I don't. Wouldn't that say authentic movie costume? But Maybe wasn't Jason in the in the error. in the window? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Wait. She told us earlier he was in the window. This is clearly a TV. Someone's dressed as a TV. <laughs> <laughs> It'll rot your mind, is what my mom always says. So that's probably what its power is. We haven't gone through that door yeah, yet. Should we have go we? through the door. I start like padding the fire to try to put it out around the okay, door good. so they can. <laughs> yes, go so they're in able there. to go through. Yeah. I was going to ask how you guys uh, were able to go yeah. through the fiery door, but that uh, does work. Uh, and so you're able to pat down the door. And you do see in inside you see a small office, um, kind of an office setup. And uh, there is a uh, a bookshelf that has been moved, and there is a dugout section of the floor revealing a hole. You walk over, you look into the hole, and you see a ladder leaning uh, kind of against the wall of the hole, and uh, it goes down into uh, darkness for a bit, but you do see some light uh, at the end, only about 10 or so feet down. I'm going to pounce on down there, land on my feet. All right. So you uh, you jump on down, and, um, uh, uh, and uh, you land and splash. 
there is a little bit of water at the end you, yeah, at the bottom and you feel like you're about in two inches of water I jump back up on the ladder so I'm out of the water yeah <laughs> guys it's not safe <laughs> and I'm actually I'm climbing out <laughs> someone else leads dude. it's just water, water so there. Kyle you said we were in an office uh, the room was like an office yes yeah it was like a uh, the office for the um, you could see uh, a desk there some paperwork that's kind of there a filing cabinet um, not not a whole lot in there uh, there's a uh, kind of a small little like old lady cat like figurine you know like uh, like decorations you'd see in an old old woman's house kind of like around so uh, kind of Edward Scissorhands like uh, Theo is going to kind of go over to the desk and the filing cabinet and just kind of like try to get any of it open or like pick up any of the paper to look at it, see if anything is, is like mm-hmm. useful, readable. You're able to um, open up the fi- file cabinets. You see old tax paperwork. You see a whole lot of a whole lot of uninteresting things. And uh, and you don't see any handwritten, you know, last letters that she had written. Um, uh, nothing in part in particular. Any um, any pictures of like a a pretty young daughter she hasn't seen in a long time yep uh, on the desk she has a uh, a, a picture of her and uh, and her daughter um this is a very uh a younger picture you have seen um similarly aged photos of your uh of your father when he was in high school and you see um kind of her uh with her um daughter cynthia um uh, kind of uh kind of standing next to each other. doesn't look like there's a whole lot of warmth in between the two of them. Um, but Cynthia is generally uh, uh, dark haired, uh, uh, kind of homely looking uh, girl. So at this, this jogs Theo's memory and he turns back to the, to the group and he goes, guys, I just remembered something. Before I left the house to join you all for Halloween, parents were talking about Marianne. And they said her daughter was coming tonight. But Marianne said at the thing that she hasn't been here in years, decades even. But they said she was coming. And I think this is her. And he kind of like points at the 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 picture and like because his finger is like eight inches longer than it normally is, and it's <laughs> basically a knife, just like taps it with a dagger and breaks the glass. And like, ah, I can't see it now. Is it? It's all cracked around her face. <laughs> what do you mean she's coming tonight? I don't know. I just they said that they heard that she was coming, that she was returning to town. Well, then why would her mom have killed herself before she got into town? I don't know. What if it Maybe wasn't her mom? What if she's down uh, in this hole? Well, party, what did you see down there? <laughs> What did I see? Yeah, what'd you it, see down there? I didn't really get a good look. There's why'd like two inches of water back? down there. Okay, why'd you come running, though? The the water. You ever stand in water? It's not fun. I can do it. I just, I'm going to have to psych myself up a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. I go down the so, ladder, please. Yeah, I here, would here fly down, down the water. I'm like, assuming that my wings are too big to actually flap down this hole or whatever. So. Yeah, you can't really like fly down. You'll Just have to go down the ladder. Awkwardly shuffling down with my yeah. giant hoof feet or whatever, trying to. Get Wanda, me. Wanda can't go down there in vampire form. She'll take damage. 
With water, what? right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh, why aren't you coming? Water. <laughs> I too bad. <laughs> so the, the ability says if you uh, if you are in like running water, you know the ability uh -huh. the, the, the stat block turn. says if you end in running water, then you will uh, take uh, okay. twenty points of acid damage. Turn into so a yes, bat. So yes, you would know that you cannot get into the water. Turn into a bat and just hang out on my pitchfork or my horn or something. Everyone just what climb on me, and I'll carry us <laughs> through. She, she just she just turns into a bat and just like lands on Corey's like oh, <laughs> shoulder. Okay, cool. Just, Corey is on my. Down. I got the bag <laughs> with me. I got uh, the bag got, and the bag. So Theo doesn't need the bag here. <laughs> he can just don't. like he can very much David Bowie he just, just like walk down the whole oh, side right. and then onto the ceiling underneath. So he's upside down on the interior of whatever like mm -hmm. cavern. This, uh, is. Yep, you get down there and it's a tunnel. And Corey, as you step in, you yeah. you that like like sound happens yeah. as you're like your hot, you know, your yeah. horn demon fire feet kind of cool off in the water, and you don't take any damage from yeah. that. But uh, it feels kind of nice. I gotta be honest. I was feeling <laughs> a little warm. Um. And you and you uh, realize the water is kind of uh, is like a running water. You're in this kind of like um, uh, uh, flowing un underground, like kind of like creek kind of thing that's kind of flowing downward. And so um, you look to the left, you see that the you can kind of see that the the water kind of comes from an area that's not really passable. And downward, you do see that there are more um, lights. You see a like lit torch on the side of this like tunnel, and that was what was creating the light. And you can see further down that there is uh, a light further down. And so uh, you continue down this tunnel, carrying all these people on, on you Look, with I the bag. So the I'm the bag man who's I think I'm too big oh, to be on your is, shoulder. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm perched up at the top and you just hear me. Hey guys, you, you got it? Need me down there? Or like, you good? But just turn back into your little self and come down here if you don't like water as a cat. I still don't like it. I'll do it. <laughs> so I, I walk down and you can tell I'm just disgusted with every step I take. Ugh. Good. Um, so you walk for about 10 minutes. The air is growing cooler with cooler and cooler with every step as you descend further into the earth. And suddenly uh, the walls of the, the the walls of the tunnel, um, not suddenly, but gradually kind of turn more into this old style um, stone walls. You know, it's still pretty much rubble, um, but you uh, continue to walk through this kind of flowing water over these like kind of rocks. You don't really have to make any um, dexterity checks or anything because um, it is relatively yeah, you're able to kind of traverse through um, the water. But you do come to an entrance. Uh, uh, and you enter into what opens into a large cavern. The running water you've been following kind of drains left into a large crystal clear lake off, uh, off to the left-hand side of this massive cavern. You see uh, 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 there is plenty of dry cave floor on the right side of this, of this cavern. Um, you see uh, some structure in here, you know, some, um, uh, uh, some columns, some very ancient looking columns. Um, the uh, uh, you look up and see stalactites gripping to the ceiling about 30 feet up, lots of stalactites. And the right wall of this cavern is massive wall of flowstone, a cave formation of sediment that looks like a massive stone waterfall that is 
almost completely the right side edge of this cavern. At the end of the cavern, about 60 feet in front of you, is a black stone statue of a demon. Leaning against the demon statue is a young high school girl with dirty blonde hair, a black tank top, and red leather pants. With one hand, she holds a wooden stake and the other a silver blade sharpening the stake. Well, this is kind of nice. Usually I'm the one who has to go track down the monsters and follow them into, the, into their lair. But this time you all found me. And you brought a vampire with you. My specialty. And you realize that before you stands none other than Buffy Summers, wow. the vampire slayer. This is huge. Uh, this is a huge moment for me. Can we have a moment for <laughs> yeah, Scott to just geek out a little bit? Oh, like, kind of <laughs> nervous. I'm nervous now. I don't think I can handle it. I don't know if Corey is a fan though, so I guess. Uh, uh, excuse me. Who who are you? Is that Marion's daughter? I like say into Mav's head. Does that look like her? I I mean, does it? I'm assuming that you know, having had a decent look at the at the photo, I can tell. Well, uh, uh, from what I can tell, I was a costume. You know, I kind of woke up in a glass case and uh, and uh, got my way out of there and um, took a look at this town and uh, sure looks like there's a lot of monsters here. A lot of, a lot of work for me to do. Um, went down here to try and figure some things out and uh, hey, you guys showed up. So I guess you're first, uh, first up here. Well, now, before you do anything, we are actually, we're not monsters. We are children. We were trick-or-treating, okay? Lady named mm. Marianne turned all the children into monsters, so you shouldn't kill the monsters here. He's Again, we're children. Truth. We're not monsters. Go ahead and tell roll, them, guys. <laughs> roll persuasion with advantage. An eight. An eight. Oh, God damn it. That's with advantage? You rolled twice? <laughs> yeah, that, the other was a four. I can use that oh, if you dear. want. Uh, <laughs> That's a uh, interesting. I've never had uh, anybody make that argument before. Um, clearly, I see a, a, a devil and a, a were cat. Is that what you are? Uh, and um, a were tiger. And uh, well, I mean, I've I'm never a really child, seen but... a, <laughs> a bag creature like this before, um, and of course, a vampire. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I know what's going on here. And uh, she starts to wield her stake. Anything else you'd like? Anything else? Uh, what were you trying to do down here anyways? Well, given the opportunity, Theo kind of leans over to, uh, to Corey hmm. and he goes, throw the bag at her. Okay, because it has the amulet in it. Yeah, good idea. I throw the <laughs> oh, God. Amulet in it, Jesus. Okay. I throw the bag at her. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. just uh, rolled a hit, I guess. Oh, I'm, just, I guess I'm just trying to throw just it trying in her throw direction. It. Yeah, like not okay. at her to hurt her or whatever. Like okay, yeah. so the, if you, you look in the, the bag, bag, yeah, I throw gotcha. the bag. There's a thing in there, an amulet in there. Look in there. That's the thing that did this. And so you the you throw the bag, it hits the floor, and the amulet kind of rolls out a little bit and and rolls and and lays flat on the ground. And she says. Oh, interesting. So you're going to end the spell? Is that what you said? Yeah, the one that turned us all into 
Hey, Corey, hold on, I think. And I'm going to whisper, I think it might have made her. So if you end the spell, then I kind of go. I, who could say? Uh, who, no. I don't, who would know? No, I'd actually be more afraid of that behind you. No, that? Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> um, are you trying to like pull trigger to turn around? <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> um, roll I'm just hoping she'll turn around for a second. Roll a deception. Now I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, yes, my man. <laughs> She's going to roll a wisdom. Okay, that was a 10. Oh. Uh, she rolled a 15. Uh, she shakes that, her head. That's fair. And she says, uh, you know what? This uh, makes sense, but... Uh, you know, if you end the spell, then then I gonna, I'm gonna have to die, and I really don't want to die. Is there? And a, so, is, oh, go ahead. Uh, is there water around? Like, can Wanda poof back into vampire form? Or um, yeah, so you can. You're you are. Uh, that creek had kind of gone into this large body of water to the left of this cavern as you're facing uh, Buffy, and uh, uh, there's plenty of dry cavern where you guys are standing, so you're able to be in vampire form. Dude, Wanda, what are you? She, her name's Vampire like Slayer. What are you? Poofs back into vampire form, and she's just like, "You were never real anyway." <laughs> to Buffy, she says, "What? Oh, you? You're but never she was real never real. So why does it matter? Uh, matters because I'm real now." She, Kyle, is there how how much distance between Buffy and the bag? sixty-five feet between Buffy? 60 well, feet. no, I'm saying 60. How, how between the bag and Buffy. Oh, the bag and Buffy? Ten feet. Theo kind of looks around and steps back slightly behind the, the kind of flaming, you know, light that is Corey and then disappears. Okay. She goes, well, all right. Let's get to it then. And she flips the stake in her, in her hand and starts to dash forward towards you guys. And I need to get my player character sheet out as oh. you four monsters are going up against a level 20 player character. Oh, let's Buffy fucking do it, baby. Oh, no. And everybody roll initiative. <laughs> let's get them. <laughs> Oof. Eight. <laughs> Don't forget you can use your probably your vampire's dexterity. instead. Yeah, of use your, your vampire's uh, dexterity. I'm a 16. So 12. Okay. I got an 11. I also got a 12, so now we both have to roll, roll off, a roll D20, off. Roll Rachel. 18? Oh. All right, you go before me then. <laughs> okay, you're not even going to okay. try? I got a 10, I already rolled. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so you, yeah. We had some tight rolls there, 10, 11. I know, I was going to just yeah. like lie and say I got an 11 so we wouldn't have to do the tie break, but then you got an 11, so <laughs> I was like, got an 11. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh... Buffy is first. She did uh, roll the highest. And so she dashes forward and she is headed straight. She's not actually dashing on her turn. She, that's, uh, that's just by verbiage. She is uh, using her movement speed mm -hmm. and, um, and rushes towards the vampire, towards Wanda. And uh, she, um, uh, as she is rushing towards you, uh, she kind of points her finger at you and casts her hunter's mark on top of, on you. And uh, she is going to attack with her Wait, stake. Is hunter's mark a spell? It's a bonus action. Is, uh, is, is it a spell oh, or is it just like a... It is a spell, yes. I would like to counterspell that. 
Oh, okay. Please. <laughs> so she tried to cast it, and yeah. you counterspelled it. So, because I'm doing like this, I'm going like, wait, 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 wait. Like as it's happening, I accidentally <laughs> counterspell. <laughs> okay, great. Um, and uh, so she rushes forward and uh, first attack as a twelve to hit. Uh, no. And so she uh, gets to uh, re-roll that from an ability. And uh, that's a 21 to hit. Yes, <laughs> it does. And uh, she does um, uh, 10 points of, uh, of piercing damage with the stake Oof. and hits you with the stake. And then she does uh, a another stake attack for a 14 to hit. Uh, no, it doesn't. And misses. Um, she uh, is going to um, hit. Uh, she's actually going to spend two uh, key points to get that up to 16. Does that hit at a 16? Oof, it sure does. Okay, she does hit with that stake, and that does... Uh, 14 points of piercing damage. And then, um, so she also uh, does a third stake attack. Dang! I'm fucking around. (laughs) She out here murdering. And uh, hits a nat 20 on this one. Oh, Oh, jeez. And, uh, that is uh, 19 points of piercing damage. Ouchie. Oof. And with that attack, she also adds another D10 of Kensei damage. What? With a Kensei strike, she adds <laughs> one point of damage. That was a D10. She rolled a one point extra Oof. damage on that. Piercing damage. And then she also, with her Dread Ambusher, gets a D8 to add as well. Uh, three points of piercing damage. Dang. And that is her turn. Oh, gosh. Wanda's just like, I'm not feeling so immortal. Oh, don't forget, <laughs> Wanda, that you regain 20 hit points at the start of your turn oh, yeah, as a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Buffy finishes her turn, stabbing away at you with her with that sharpened stake. And uh, it is... Uh, it is... Uh, uh, Bartholomew's turn, the were-tagger. All right. Um, how we were all like standing in a group, right? Yep. That happened. Yep. Right next um, to you. Well, so I, so the bagman has disappeared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But remember, he can emerge yeah. from any bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I am. Not right next to you. Yeah, he's not in the group with us at this moment. But I right could be. Us. But you could be. Yes. <laughs> I could be if you decide to make me. Does Buffy have a bag? She has no visible bags. Oh. I've already discussed that pockets are bags. So if she's with her pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, th- she's got women's red leather pants on. It's clearly established yeah. lore that there I are no pockets no on pockets I on know that. the exact <laughs> red leather pants that Buffy would be wearing, whether or not they have pockets or... 
Um, so, but I'm not like within five feet of Buffy right now, correct? Uh, you are. Yeah, you're no. you're you're right next. You're basically. You guys are standing right close to her. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, I. She, am going... she used her all of her movement speed to get there, so she couldn't go anywhere else. But yep. Okay. Um. So counterintuitively, I am going to just vanish and appear about 20, 25 feet behind Buffy and just run at her and pounce. Okay. Get a nice cool. good running start for this one. Uh, Barty. And would I have advantage if I'm behind her? Um, yeah. Let's say, is okay. she flanked? <laughs> She's flanked. I mean, the second one was a nat one, so I'll go with the first one. <laughs> uh, 23. 23 hits. Oh, thank goodness. Um, so that is 10 of slashing damage. And then she has to make a strength save, which I feel like she's going to probably be pretty good at. But DC 14. Rule of five. All right. So she is currently prone then. Boom. She gets knocked down. Um, which gets a bonus bite attack. But you said that has advantage if she's prone. Yeah. Right. Or just melee would. Yep. Okay. Uh, 18. 18. Um, uh, that hits. That is a 13. Um, and that was the bonus bite. So right after she gets prone, I just lean down, take a big bite. 13 points. Yes. Okay. And then I'm going to make two more of my claw attacks. So I'll just go ahead and roll them together. That a 13 doesn't really do much. 13 does not hit. How about an 18? 18 hits. Ooh, okay. Okay. Hope you guys are taking notes. She's used key points and a hunter's mark, so got something. <laughs> something going on here. Um, so that is. Hold on, I have to do math. That's 18 of slashing damage. And then there's actually one more. And I'm just. This time I'm not doing the like angry baps. I'm like kind of afraid, so I'm just like clawing my <laughs> way through. And that one missed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All but right. she is currently prone. She is she's prone. You guys have advantage on attacks on this on her. Okay. Um and that is your turn. We have um oh my gosh, I can't find the initiative. Uh Corey, you're up. It's Rachel's turn because she won the roll off against me. I thought she lost it. Sorry, no, 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 she I got that the wrong. Okay, I had that flipped. So if she's prone, can I technically bite, or do I still have to grapple? She's she's I prone. She's bite her not. She's prone, right? She's she's not incapacitated or. Yeah, prone or, isn't grappled, so you'd uh, have to yeah, grapple wait. her. But if you grappled her, you could then, at the end of your turn, use a legendary action to bite her. To bite, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. Would you have advantage on grapple? Yes, yeah, you'd have advantage on grapple right now. Uh, Well, if I do a multi-attack, could I grapple and bite with that? I think if you hit with the unarmed strike, you just initiate a grapple. You can, instead of of doing damage with that uh, unarmed strike, then you can grapple. I'm going to roll to grapple or roll to no, hit roll the hit roll the hit with your unarmed strike for your multi attack I would think and you have advantage uh, 17 
Is that with the plus nine and with the advantage? Oh, that also? is not with the plus nine. Okay. So that would be what twenty six. Yeah. Yep. So that hits. So you are. Uh, you can either do the damage or you can grapple. And sounds Let's like grapple. Okay. Um, She's grappled. And now you right. can bite. So let's see if my math is right. That's 15 damage for biting? You have to first roll to hit on oh, the bite. My bad. I always forget the roll to <laughs> hit. Yep, and you have a <laughs> need to like on it put too. a sticky note on my water. <laughs> oh, so let's see. That's 21. That hits. Awesome. Nine damage nine, of biting. Uh, yeah, so you do nine piercing damage, and then you do 3d6 necrotic damage as well. 3d6. But the necrotic damage is nine. Is that right? Yep. She's just like payback. <laughs> and that lowers her max health as well. By nine. And you heal for the necrotic damage. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I would. In addition to the 20 you get anyway. Yeah. Don't oh. forget you got that 20 at the start. Of you your get turn. 29 health back. Nice, wow, nice. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> We're getting back up there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's vampire's little crazy. Pretty wild. Uh, Corey, you're up. Hey, cool. Um, I'm assuming that my flame, sh my fire shield has expired, right? It's yes. probably been more than ten minutes. Uh, well, I can't do most of my spell things because uh, everyone's on top of her right now. So hell yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I yell mosh pit and I jump in and start trying to too. Uh, so I'll, yeah, make my attack rolls on old Buffy. Uh, oh, these are with advantage as well, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, so let me see. Just make sure. Thank God I rolled with advantage because I crit on the first one because of that advantage. So, Good. All right. So first one does 18 damage. Second one to hit is a 29 to hit, I'm assuming is going to hit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and that does 12 damage, and then last attack is a uh, 19 to hit with my tail. And that hits. Excellent. Uh, so then she's going to take uh, 9 damage right there, and then have to do that DC 17 constitution saving throw. A 14. So yeah, now she'll take 3d6 damage at the start of each of uh, her turns to the Infernal Wound, and then, yeah. All right, cool. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then we have the Bagman. Um, do Rachel or uh, Brian, do, do uh, Thala or Wanda have their bags with them? I don't. Yeah, I think that if you, for the people who ate all their candy, I don't think you'd be carrying your bag. Well, that's with you only anymore. me. And I, I never ate Wanda my candy. Definitely yeah, it's has only me your and bag. Theo that ate candy. So okay. So if Wanda still has her bag and is currently grappling uh, Buffy, pulling a bait and switch instead of going to the other end of the cavern, he comes back and emerges from. Wanda's bag. Okay. Yeah. On top of Buffy. Okay. And while she is grappled, grasps her head, like upside down. So like he's, you know, Buffy sees his this like horrific, awful visage, upside down as he like grasps her head, and his mouth opens, 
and he casts fear. Okay. And his, uh, if he succeeds, well, let's see if he succeeds first. He's, she has to pass a, because, uh, the, because of his natural, uh, weird predator, uh, mm-hmm. his skill, it's actually a charisma saving throw as opposed to a wisdom saving throw for fear. Okay. Because of his, like, his, his presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she has to make he she has to make a uh, DC fourteen saving throw. She rolled, a, she rolled a net one. Okay, <laughs> there so we go. Bad with the rules. Come on. So Buffy. so Buffy, all of a sudden, everything turns black, and she finds herself in a box, coffin like, and she hears the steady th- thump of dirt falling down on the top of the wood over and over and over again as it slowly dulls as the the dirt builds on this coffin and she can't sense anything outside of it other than that she is being buried alive. Oof. That is awful. Uh, So she is now frightened. Um, She cannot do anything. Even if she breaks out of uh, being restrained, she can't do anything but run away from this visage until she makes a uh, charisma saving throw over 14 on her turn. Okay. She is going to spend a key point uh, with a uh, diamond soul. Her soul is so is, is so pure and beautiful that she's able to spend a key point and try and do another charisma saving throw on that. And she rolls a 13 oh. and still fails. <laughs> Buffy! More like cubic zirconium soul, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that's your whole turn, right? That is my whole turn, yes. Okay, good. Uh, it will be Buffy's turn. Uh, would you like to use a, a uh, uh, legendary action? I was going to say, Rachel, if, there's, I, if there was ever a time. <laughs> yeah, I want, I, want to, I want to bite her. Okay. So let's see. Roll to hit. Do, 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 do. 19. Uh, 19 uh, does hit, yes. So go ahead and roll that damage. I was gonna say, with advantage, roll twice, because you might yeah, you, could you might nat 20. Right. Yeah, it could right. always happen. Why not? <laughs> 19 again, actually. That's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 9 damage plus 8 necrotic damage. That's right. Okay. You sink your, your teeth into Buffy and... and, <laughs> and uh, and she takes damage and you take health. Nice. <laughs> and uh, it is her turn. Uh, she is going to take a deep breath and as an action, she is going to end the fear uh, that is um, uh, that in the casket. She is able to take a deep breath and dissipate that feeling of being buried alive. And uh, she is going to use bonus action flurry of blows here. And make a few. I think you pissed her uh, off, dude. <laughs> unarmed strikes. Uh oh. And uh, yes, yeah, she's going to attack uh, the vampire here. That's a twenty-one to hit, and she's uh, yes. going to um, use a stu- trying to going to try and stun you. And so you need to make a Constitution sta- saving throw. Um, eleven. 
11, uh, you fail, and so she smacks you in the face and you're incapacitated. You can't move, you automatically fail strength or dexterity, and any attack rolls against you have advantage until your next, uh, till the end of your next turn. And so that is uh, how long you are stunned for. Then that, you took 12 points of damage with that. Uh, She is going to, uh, uh, let's see, she can't break the grapple because that takes an action. She's already used her action, even though you already automatically fail strength things, but I'd have to like actually like try and get out at this point. So uh, she's going to uh, hit you again with an unarmed strike. Uh, 23 to hit, uh, seven points of uh, uh, bludgeoning damage as well. And that is all she can do. She had to use her action to get all of the fear out. And uh, next is uh, uh, Bartholomew. All right, um, so I'm going to look back to the thing that she was leaning on real fast. Does that look like um, a statue of Baal from what I know of um, like the D&D manuals that I've read through? It does not look can like I tell the statue. Uh, you can look at it. It does not look like Ball from D&D. Okay. Um, after seeing Buffy get like, I knocked her down. I know I, I did that, but now she's been grappled. She's been horrified. <laughs> she's a no few longer times, prone, like, so she is standing up. Oh, she is. Okay, but still grappled, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, um. I'm going to take a few swipes at her. So just swiping with my claws as she's being held. Um, is that advantage or not? Um, no. Okay. Yeah, no, no advantage. Um, 23. That hits. And then 17 points of damage. 17. Okay. And then another claw swipe from the other side. That's a nat 20. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh man, the math on this one. Okay. That is 27 from that one. Okay. And then I'm going to, how's she looking right now, I guess? Uh, She looks extremely bad. Okay. <laughs> like very, very, very bad. You have ripped into her and, and she has been absolutely decimated by you guys. <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, this feels very unsportsmanlike. Um, for someone who Fuck I'm assuming I recognize from TV, yeah. but I'm, yeah. So take my last swipe. Uh, 21. To hit? Yes, that hits. And then 15 of slashing. And that will do it for Buffy. And so you oh. slash at her, you guys absolutely <laughs> decimated her. Um, you slash at her and, and, and you are like scratching her like a, like a, like a cat scratches a pole, you know, like one of those, like, <laughs> like a leg of a chair or something. And she tries to get out of a grapple. She reaches for her, her silver sword looking at you and then just collapses beneath you. And we are out of initiative and you guys just took down a level 20 monk ranger multi-class very easily. <laughs> Without w- without much, which um, dab, dab, dab. based on the Sierra calculators, it was not going to go well for her very much at all. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, I was still afraid personally that she I, might. I was afraid. She so- tried to do all the damage she could. But man, when she having to use her action to get out of the fright, really uh, uh, the fear 
really uh, uh, made it tough for her. But that's it. She's done. And the, and you are in the cavern, and it is quiet. I so can't Theo believe she's such an asshole in real life. <laughs> so while, while, you know, Corey is having a, a panic attack about how Buffy doesn't stand up to his standards in his <laughs> yeah. head, uh, Theo, like, gets over to Wanda, who was savaged, like, and, and absolutely targeted during this, uh, this She's, fight, like, half dead. <laughs> to check in on her and see half if she's wide. okay. <laughs> she's like, just does scares. she have, like, steaks sticking out of her? Is I, she, like, bleeding? Give her some like, candy. Hey, here, Wanda, you can have my candy. Uh, I know it's, like, the one night a year I can have it, but you, you don't look too great. She just pulls, like, her candy bag out from behind her back, but, like, saviors just in case, and just starts like oh, like her candy <laughs> no, no, yeah just <laughs> pulling the steak out of her like chest or whatever can you like still drink her blood to get to feel better well it's, isn't she just a costume now like isn't she just a costume know. sitting on the floor yep her body is still there okay that's unsettling. That sounds. That's kind of gross. Though. Wait, I, I think Wanda got like one of those l like large Reese cup candies from mm -hmm. the maze. Yeah. Those yeah. normally come in like a three pack, right? So maybe she hands it like each person gets a Reese's cup. Nice. <laughs> well, oh, that's nice. Thala but, still has this candy, I guess. Well, I don't really. Theo, I mean, I Theo pushes it back at him like he's okay. <laughs> yeah. You were the one who You were a little died. targeted there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you take it. Plus, each candy is only worth like one hit point, so it's really it's, it's a nice True. gesture. She just like takes it and shoves it in her mouth. <laughs> and so you're standing in the cavern eating the candy. You have this statue of this demon uh, close to you. And um, what would you like to do at this point? I'm going to sneak one of my pieces of candy because I realize it's getting late tonight. <laughs> so you guys are just sitting around snacking on candy. Hey, uh, no, I'm like doing it very nonchalantly. This is a like, cool looking. Guys, see how metal that statue is? It's a cool demon. Well, so Theo looks down and realizes that this, like, unlike Jason Voorhees, yeah. this, like, body has not evaporated or disappeared and sees the silver sword and the stake right next to her hands. Yeah. Uh, and kind of clumsily takes both of them in his hands and chucks them into the water, like into the the, the whatever basin or lake mm -hmm. that's next to them. Um, just you know, can't hurt. Let's be sure. I'm gonna. We're gonna take care. No, of no this. one's taking care of this amulet. I'm gonna go grab it. Yeah. And look at the statue. <laughs> okay. Uh, you grab the amulet and you look up at the statue. Um. And uh, roll an investigation real That's quick. That's exactly what I didn't want to be the one doing. How's uh, a nine sound? A nine. You're, so you're able to see something fairly obvious on the statue. There is this, like, carving, this necklace that goes around it, and then a very clear indentation where there is a spot for an amulet that can go into its chest, like it is attaching to the necklace around it. Um, you see some text uh, uh, on the, like, base of the statue. Um, yeah, it's in a different language. You're not even sure what the language is with the investigation check, but um, there is uh, uh, some text on the bottom. 
and uh, and that's what you see. So Theo Shit. blinks over and kind Shit. of looks at the Jesus text Christ! Too. Stop doing that! Uh, <laughs> I can't. Ow, my it. tongue hurts from saying that name. I can't help <laughs> it. Um, but kind of reads it, and so he can understand deep speech. Can he understand the text? Uh, he cannot. I read it. So he he looks back at. He looks back at uh, Dala and it's like, we need you. Oh, I'll, I'll come take a look. <laughs> I'm not taking time to read. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, roll a, roll a, a his, uh, history. Not a history check. Um, Who's just rolling roll an intelligence this? check. Whoever's trying to read the text. You do not want me to I'm going to try to read it. <laughs> okay. it as I'm floating up and putting it in. But I'm stuck doing it as... As actual Thala and not Barty, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, uh, Barty too, if it's higher. Oh, no. I'm a zero with both. I'm 18. Oh, an 18. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so you are able to read and see that it is in Hebrew, the text is. And um, and you're able, uh, for, for, for some odd reason, your history of... of you know, looking into all these, uh, uh, you know, D and D type demon deities, you had looked and and read about the similarities of the name Ball, but also there's an ancient old god named Baal, and that is the text that you can see is is the label on this thing is Baal as the ancient Hebrew false god, and so that is what you read. Hey, Corey, I can actually read that. And you, I think you should put the amulet there. Way out of you, dude. <laughs> so you place the amulet into the, uh, into the chest of the statue of Baal. And, uh, and Corey, you immediately, you feel your horns fall off. Um, the rest of you, you feel your claws retract, <laughs> your fangs reduced, your bag type body becoming a formed body once again. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, Wanda, you feel your heart start beating once again, and your, your heartbeat is back. And uh, you are standing in the cavern together as your human selves. And you make your way out of the cavern, out of Marianne's costume shop, and back to the town square. Wanda and Theo, you run to embrace your mother and father. Bartholomew, your mother and father embrace you. And Corey, you see your parents dressed up in their goofy their goofy costumes and they rush towards you and 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 lift you up in their arms and and squeeze my my little rockers back and the uh and as this wonderful beautiful moment is happening in the uh in the town square with all of these children rushing and meeting back with their families the camera pans up into the sky and you see the destruction that happens that has happened in Salem Heights this town that is almost irre irreparably broken um you with the, the camera zooms out and we are back in the tall tale tavern where our storyteller our young reptar finishes her story all is quiet in the tavern for a moment and then a rustling of pages is heard from every bookshelf lining the walls Soon, papers from around the room start swirling rapidly through the air between chairs and under tables. The leaves are caught in the action as well as the patrons hold on to their latte cups and their laptops. 
The pages coalesce in the in the center of, into a small book, a book with black scales and teeth around the edges and a single eye on the cover. And that book is floating in the air and the air is quiet once again as golden letters engrave themselves on the cover and the title Monster Bash is clearly seen. The book gracefully makes its way to one of the bookshelves lining the wall and finds its place among the stories. And thus concludes our fifth story in the Tall Tale Tavern. Woo! Woo! Thank it. you to all the players this month, Mav, Rachel, Brian, and Scott. Their socials can be found in the description. If you'd like to see the video of the episode, it'll be up on our YouTube. Follow us at Tall Tale Tavern Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. If you like us, give us one of those good five-star reviews and uh, join our Discord too. Thank you to Tyler Adelsberger for our intro music. Thank you to Zazar for our artwork. And with that, we'll see you next time at the Tall Tale Tavern. Woo! Just want to add, when we were when we were zooming out and seeing the devastation of the town, I like to picture Bartholomew's house is the only one ablaze. Oh. In a- <laughs> <laughs> I meant to bring that. I meant to say that, and I forgot. <laughs>